0: Lucanus is in his room in the Marked Bird Tavern, and Fletcher and Cedric are in the streets of New Sajester, having just successfully ordered Cedric new shirts. It is midday on Oladamum, the fifth day of Bloom Run in the year 972. All right. Uh-oh. Uh, the chat is saying we don't have sound.
1: Give it a second. Don't make me call I just it again. changed something. Did we lose sound or did we gain sound?
2: I don't know. Well, if we don't have it, I'm guessing that we probably I ju- lost I it. Just, I just
1: noticed it. that settings maybe needed to be tweaked, and I changed something, and I feel like we should have sound
0: now. Okay. Okay. Please tell us if we have sound now.
3: There, there was no sound through the through Cheryl's whole intro? Oh, no. Nothing, nothing to Twitch? Is that what? Oh,
1: no. Okay. I am now hearing sound through Twitch. So, yeah. You want me to a- turn? Okay. Yes, I think we did not have sound through the whole intro. Uh,
3: Audio just popped on. Uh,
0: well, tech problems are definitely
1: Peter's fault now because yeah, that's my fault. <laughs> I d- I didn't change anything. I don't know why. Why would it do this?
0: Uh, Sounds working. Names are wrong. Names are very
1: wrong. I am not Ryan. What?
0: Thanks, Eric. Mm,
1: they Eric were right says earlier. Thanks, Peter. Why is everybody oh. in a different position than they were a minute ago? All <laughs> uh. oh, Peter's fault. All of Oh
4: man. Peter.
0: Peter. Someday oh. this will work. <laughs> New year, same nature check.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's where we should start oh. the stream. Oh, uh, um,
0: Eric I... says we should just change houses so the names line up. <laughs>
2: All right. So who's coming? Who's taking I place in Wyoming?
0: Oh no. Not nope.
2: Hey, we're no, you we're know really what? Our, we were we were forty today. Forty? Yeah, there's like temperature. Oh.
3: There's oh, like it no was
2: seventy water. here.
1: <laughs> okay. There should be sound okay, and percent. correct names in the stream now.
0: Sound and correct names. I'm not doing all of that again. Okay.
1: <laughs> we know where we are. We know, where we are. know, we know where we are. Our viewers know where we are. We know where we
0: are. You know who we are. If you don't know who we are, our social information is down in the reference section. Um, but as I said, Fletcher and Cedric are in the streets of New Stichester making their way back to the Marked Bird after having bought Cedric shirts. Um, could you each make a perception check for me? Nat 20.
1: Nat 20!
4: Ten. <laughs>
3: you can
0: see through Uh, time yeah apparently um that's cool
4: Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) what a
0: way to what a way to start off the new year then with a 20 um so sorry fletcher what did you get 10 10 okay so cedric as you're walking um back to the marked bird you happen to notice like you know there are lots of sort of bills and posters and things posted on walls and, and signposts and wherever throughout the city. That's not uncommon. Um, but you happen to notice one uh, bill post that says something along the lines of um, like, missing, uh, my daughter was kidnapped by, you know, this uh, sort of rough character who calls himself Lucanus and there's a reward for her return. Um, which you know it catches your eye and you're like, oh, oh, oh
1: <laughs> no, um, oh yeah, uh, uh, Fletcher, Fletcher, come take a look at this. Uh, <laughs> uh what? Uh, well, what? I don't. Know, I don't <laughs> uh, have Have
3: you seen a a small girl with Lucanus? <laughs> uh, I don't think he's kidnapped anybody.
1: I mean, I've never been in his room, but um, he doesn't seem the kidnapping type. Do you want to, like, read it more closely? Yes, yes. I okay. mean, we we're both standing there, like...
3: Well, Flet- <laughs> Fletcher, Fletcher pops it down off of where it is. Okay, yeah. You read, and is going to take it.
0: Yeah, okay. So, basically, yeah, it's, like, missing... Um. Uh. My daughter, Carissa, was kidnapped by this, you know... Rough-looking guy who called himself Lucanus, and oh no. I, I'm incredibly worried about her. And there's a reward for her return, and yeah.
3: Sorry, your daughter's oh no.
4: a fish. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, clearly this, this is this is yeah. clearly put up by um that uh that the, the brothel, brothel owner, owner right? Probably, like, yeah. It was this is this is clearly owner. like this is um there's no way. Yeah, Carissa told us herself that she didn't have any family. I trust her more than that slimy brothel owner. I mean, I, I did, yeah.
0: Did either of you get his name?
1: Yes. Virgin. Virgin. Yeah,
0: yes. It, that's the name that's on Virgin. the bottom of
1: the bill. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, like, come on. I, mean, and, I well, mean, even if he is her dad, I mean, pimping out your own daughter. That's... I... I mean, no, no, it's, <laughs> not, not, I, it, not not a it's probably not a dad that we need to return her to, or we would feel guilty um, about returning. Yeah. Mm-mm.
3: Well, uh, let's let's bring this with us to give to Lucanus. Uh, this seems like it would most directly affect him, um, sure. and but also. We kind of only are all involved in that mess because of you?
4: Well,
1: I mean, I brought it so, to your attention, but, I mean,
3: we'll you figure all... figure this out, because, also, if Kay sees this, we're all going to get yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, I'm uh, yeah, just going obviously... to tuck this in my bag, and we're going to keep going...
1: Well, we can't just, like... Yeah, obviously. Obviously, we're going to... Deal with this. We can't have this hanging over our heads. We can't be uh, accused of consorting <laughs> with a kidnapper. That's...
3: Does it? Did the did the flyer have a like depiction of Lucanus? Like, did he like? Is there like a like a police sketch of Lucanus?
0: There's no sketch. Um, okay. There's a sort of vague-ish description. There
3: is a description though. Okay.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, if I it mean, includes the word elf.
0: Um does it include the word elf? Uh
1: it does not. Oh, oh nice. That's good. Because that would have seriously yeah. narrowed it down in this town. Yeah. <laughs> no,
3: we're 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 going to we're gonna take this and show it to Lucanus and figure <clears throat> out what we're going to do about this amongst everything else that we are trying to do. <laughs> because this just this just came back to royally bite us in the ass.
1: I mean, who could have seen that coming? It's, I, I mean, who knew?
3: Well, definitely not K. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it's really, I mean, there's there's no way we could have known. Uh, yeah. we yeah, I, I tuck it in my bag
3: definitely. to take with us.
1: Um, yeah, because he needs to know to like, we should probably consider getting out of town or hiding him or something like that.
3: Disguise uh, disguises at the very least.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea.
3: I think we're we're discussing this as we're walking towards the, uh, probably yeah. a little faster towards the marked bird, <laughs> <you're> like. Ah, <laughs> uh, <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: where where you were is not that far away from the marked bird, so okay, you can make it back pretty
3: quick.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we're going right back. Lucanis yeah. <laughs> is sitting at the bar having a drink, and um, he's sort of gathered the weapons up, and he has them like in his backpack, and he's obviously like on his way to Selva, and just sort of. Playing around
4: mm-hmm.
2: not doing much of anything
1: um what is the uh what does the depiction actually say like, what does the, the depiction is, sorry, actually what is, say what is, what is the description of him like it just says like he's a rough character or something like that like, yeah, well, yeah the, tall, like
0: a tall man rough character It like a loose description of his clothing
1: but not yeah okay okay carries around giant piles of weapons yeah. <laughs> um. uh, yeah.
3: Then I guess yeah we sidle up next to Lucanus at the bar, and I'm like,
1: hey,
3: good morning. Uh, and uh, I just like, and I slide that over, and I'm like, we have more to deal with. Is the
1: is the bartender there? Oh yeah,
3: Leon's always okay. around. Leon, yeah.
1: Leon, we're gonna need two more drinks. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. Uh, what you like?
1: Um, beer. Beer. Whatever. Okay. It doesn't matter right now. We have important sure. stuff to talk about.
0: Okay. Is everything all right? Uh, not we'll, really. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll
2: find out.
0: Oh, okay. Please let me know if Buchanus, I can help.
2: Lucanus is currently reading the wanted poster during this conversation. <laughs> so he just sort, of looks, out, the just sort of looks down at it and slides <laughs> it back to slides it back to. Uh, uh, um, Fletcher looks over at Cedric and says, I told you guys this was going to happen. Uh, and... Can I just
0: point out that you gave that guy your real name?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
4: what?
0: You you gave Wurgent Johns your name. I no, went I... back and watched every episode, and I am 100% sure that you told him your name was Lucanus.
4: <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, yeah. I told him my na- I probably told
4: him- yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, you gave your real name. You could have been anybody. <laughs> <laughs> So,
4: I'm um,
1: Frank. <laughs> yeah. Well, first thing we're gonna do is change your name.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, we we yeah. we have to stop referring to you as the L word for a little while. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you yeah. can call me. You can you can call me pseudo Lucanus. Or how about like Upanis? <laughs> <laughs> any, any by the way, any beetle taxonomist is gonna be laughing at I that just, joke. I just
0: I just got so excited about that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: uh I mean, I'm not you, we seem to spend most of our time more of our time outside of the town than within it these last few days, so I um, mean yeah we can we can change my name uh I can figure out um you're you're gonna be
3: frank way. for a while,
1: yeah, frank. what Frank,
3: you're gonna be frank for a while,
1: all right.
2: Let's 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 call me let's call me Frank until until we figure out another another good name. So also. Lucana sort of Lucana sort of looks over at Cedric and then <laughs> looks him up and down and is like, you know, I might also want to ditch the robe and uh uh you know have um have a little bit more fashion sense.
1: That's a good idea. You know, I was just at this tailor who um, agreed to make me some new shirts. Maybe they could make you some fancy clothes. That way you wouldn't look like a, a, a rough, rough character. Um, if you, yeah, like a fancy suit or something. I don't really know yeah. anything about that. Maybe like one like Fletcher oh. has. You guys, like, that fits him. That looks would look good, right? hmm I assume Fletcher wears like academic regalia. Wait, like, a, like a graduation robe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I it's, I mean,
3: it's, like it's basically a, a wizard's robe cloak. already.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, the robe—not all oh. the like stupid. It, they
2: <laughs> <are sleeves.
1: laughs> Giant hood, yeah. Hood, oh, wait, and the and a little hood floppy hood hat, wrap, and the octagon hat. <laughs> and... Wait, oh, okay. Well, now I have to reevaluate. I have to rejigger my uh, my mental image of of Fletcher. <laughs> Um, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, we should Bro. get you some new clothes. Like that. Oh. Yeah, like that. Ooh, you look like, um, you look like the evil wizard from, uh, Dragon Prince. Okay. I don't know. look like that. You guys okay. haven't seen the Dragon Prince? Uh, right. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Yeah. Uh, we should get you some new clothes or get you out of those clothes.
4: Yeah. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I missed the joke.
2: Um, I was gonna make a joke about shipping, but I just, no. I, I'm not on it tonight. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, Lucanus, um, just sort of hoists the bag and he's like, "Yeah, let's go sell these weapons and uh, figure this part out." So, <clears throat> um. well, so we, I mean, we have, so we have several
3: things. Currently, um, we we need to get back to the Greens and let them know uh, about this uh, these approaching orcs that are out in the land, uh, so that hopefully they can raise some kind of awareness in the town and get people prepared and 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 uh, aware of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also haven't seen Kay, so we also don't really know what's going on with her. Um, her mom is, is not a, a super big fan of us. Um,
1: yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll admit, for a split second there, when I saw that sign, I thought we were getting accused of kidnapping Kay.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Right?
4: So, I mean, she
0: did disappear for like a week.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, her
3: mom is not a big fan of us. <laughs>
1: yeah, which in uh, retrospect... It makes sense. We should have, we should have done a better job of communicating.
3: But, but also, why didn't Kay tell her mom where she was going? Don't I mean, tell her I said that, cause she'll yell at me.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm nah. under the impression that human teenagers don't really talk to their parents that much. I, I mean, would, I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, as a 30 year old dwarf, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm basically a grown up, but <laughs> I kind of get it, you know? Like my parents are really lame, you guys. They don't get they don't get Morden at all. Like, I mean.
3: Oh my God, that's so. Oh, I can't yeah, even believe it. That must be horrible. Uh
1: huh. It is. It's like the first, you know, twelve books of Morden <laughs> are the only ones they even care about. Any of the how newer? Do they, what? Yeah. What? Any of the they does not even
3: get really good until even, fourteen. No, I
1: know. Many, I
3: know. That's 30. what I'm just
2: saying.
1: Right? What? How many books of Morden are there? They're like, uh, well, depends on whether you want to, like, uh, so there are 18, but then there's also, like, 42 uh, apocryphal books. But, I mean, those are considered heretical, obviously, um, and no uh, self-respecting dwarf would read any of those. Uh, and then, um, you know, but there's the Old Testament, and then there's the Newer Testaments. You know, there's three Newer Testaments that have been written since uh since the fall obviously you know a lot of people have stuff to say about that obviously
2: uh Uh yeah what what do you like can you with with that amount of books like do you just sort of carry them around with you
1: no i memorize them obviously oh okay yeah i mean yeah i mean what did you guys do when you were kids
2: I just kind of figured that you know they might make decent improvised weapons if need be,
1: oh yeah, no, they're great, yeah, well, so every book of Morden is bound in steel, so you know <laughs> it's yeah, you could kill somebody really easily with one, it's a i mean that's why there are so many volumes they they they're not very thick, actually, so you know they're um you know they're it's very they're, heavy, yeah, so it's a it's a steel cover, and then they're written on you know gold leaf, obviously. So they're very heavy. It would be very impractical to bring them anywhere.
2: <sighs> <sighs> so well, Lucanus okay. Up, Lucanus that looks, picks up wanted, lesson. Mm-hmm. Lucanus picks up the um, wanted uh, uh, poster again, and um, uh, just sort of looks at it, and he's like, "All right, so." Are we going to go find – are we going to go find the greens uh, and have you guys drag along somebody who's currently on a – who is currently on a wanted poster? Or are we going to uh, go get yelled at by Kay, and deservedly so, for we actually don't getting know me we're... on a wanted poster? And he directs that one towards Cedric. Well, uh, we, don't, we don't, don't actually know where, know where is. Kay
1: is right now. I mean, as much as I would love to be yelled at by her, I – yeah – we don't know where she is. And, I mean, Leon, I'm assuming she hasn't been by, right?
0: Uh, No, I have not seen Kay today.
1: Uh... All right. <clears throat> well, we left word with her mom that we were looking for her, but we haven't seen her. And whether that word
3: makes it to her from her mom, we will see.
1: Yeah, like uh, well, I said, parents um, are lame. I
4: mean,
0: uh, right. Well, you, uh, you went to speak to her mother because I, I told you that she, they own the general store, right? So, yeah. um, like I said before, I... Assume, if Kay's not around, that she's probably running errands. She may be in here later today to make a delivery, I don't know. But uh, t- I, that is what she does normally, I, or at least it's what she did normally before you all showed up. Uh, but yes, she works for her parents day to day.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. She'll <laughs> show up, <actually. clears throat> I'm sure she's so, fine. She might need some time to herself after yesterday, so... And searching
3: for her would be a lot of out and about on the town, which might not be the best thing for old Frank here right now. Mm -hmm, Uh, Really, everything outside of here, we have to sort of consider what we're going to do. Uh, And if we want to try to address this Frank situation, uh, we also do not have Kay as additional backup if something were to happen. Uh we hmm. have to be very up. careful about what we decide to do. Um sure. and if we if we're gonna lay low, uh we also Casper also wants to meet us here. So if we're not leaving, that is an option that he will meet us here. Hmm. Uh and that could be slightly safer. Oh.
1: Um If he wants to meet us here, do we have a way to send him a message or do we
3: I assume Leon, I assume someone picks up posts here to to be delivered or about town
1: uh
0: yes, there are uh, boys that uh you know accept small amounts of coin to
1: run messages yes okay
3: um so we could send messages anywhere
1: maybe Frank should stay here and wait for casper and you and I could go speak to the greens and sell this big pile of weapons I mean
2: sounds right. good to me doesn't seem like uh, doesn't really, you know seems like if uh, they're looking for me the first places they're probably gonna go or the people where I buy my weapons so Lucanus just sort of takes another You're, swig of
1: wait. the and seems more annoyed than anything else did you tell this guy that where you buy your weapons he pro- I mean, he probably knows all the... Like the Why
3: weapons. did you talk so much when you were just buying
1: company? Yeah. I mean, I've never bought a prostitute before, but do you talk that much? I just assumed that it would be kind of a... Well,
2: no, I'm just assuming that this guy probably knows a lot of the people in town who sell these sorts of things, yeah. so... You know, him finding me could be as easy as me walking into the wrong armory. So, you guys want to sell these things? I'm, I am good with it, um, and I can wait here for. Uh, um, I can wait here for our friends, uh, and
3: perhaps even better if you wait here in your room for Casper. I assume if if you're being searched for, they will be searching common places like the inn so i can include in casper's message that he should come and ask for frank when he gets here
2: yeah i mean are we are we telling him that i'm being framed for kidnapping no 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 i I I don't think that's a good idea don't tell people that Hey, Leon. I, didn't, I didn't think so. You know what? I didn't think so either. But, um,
1: Leon, um, you know, some
2: of our ideas uh, yes. have not
1: been the best sometimes. Uh, so, I, I mean, you've been standing here this whole time. Um, uh, I mean, he's
0: like doing things, right? But sure. yeah,
3: yeah he's but not like just standing there,
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's not an NPC that just like walks back and forth. In place. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: it's like, yeah, but I assume he's been <laughs> listening, right? Like, this is kind of.
0: He's a pretty nice guy. So like he's not uh, he's not being very obvious even if he is.
2: Yeah. He's not he's not a narc <laughs> and he knows that, you know, having what essentially amounts to a free bouncer probably isn't a
0: bad I was going to say you guys did him a solid.
2: Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <sighs> so Lucanus is Lucanus uh uh finishes his beer and just sort of <laughs> Leaves the leaves the bag of weapons at the at the chair without really even gesturing to it and just sort of walks upstairs and ends the conversation.
0: Eric says if Lucanus wants to go out on the town, he can wear the head in a bag.
2: <laughs> the head in a bag. No, we
3: need to take the oh, head in a oh, bag.
1: Yeah. We're using it right now, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lucanus can get his own
2: head. after a commodity. Yeah. I mean, what what is what does the head smell like by now? Because
0: oh, not great. They do not. Like, they brought it out into the town with them, so like <laughs> it's been out in the sun. Because like Cedric left it with Fletcher on the street, so it's been like gathering dust, and it was in the sun, and it's, yep. Yep, yep.
2: <clears throat> it is not. I mean, yeah, no. I'm, they have to. They have to show it to someone before it gets unrecognizable as an orc head. Yeah. So. Anyways, Lucanus is in his room and brooding. 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 Brooding.
0: Dark and brooding.
2: All right. Yeah, maybe he'll do some jazzercise later. Mm. Or whatever the ARTA equivalent is. Zumba? <laughs> <laughs> uh, then Then Fletcher, Fletcher's going to
3: write a message and leave... Um, what would the acceptable amount be? Like,
0: it's like a copper or two. To I was gonna say
3: like, and leave, yeah. and leave like a few copper um, for the for a message to be taken to Casper for him that that we're back, and then he can show come in and, and ask for uh, Frank to Leon, <laughs> and and we'll meet him downstairs. Okay. Um, he doesn't need to know why, but we also don't need him in there just like shouting Lucanus's name, so.
0: Okay. <laughs> you, is that, that's all you're sending in the message is, uh, that you're back and that Casper can come whenever?
3: Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then I guess <clears throat> Cedric and I will head out to the Greens?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That seems, well, wait, do we want to deal with this pile of weapons before the Greens?
3: Um, well, if it's selling, that's when we can just just say we sold them, right? Instead of going through,
1: yeah,
0: we can just we can do that off screen later. Yeah, if you
3: guys just want to sell some loot. Okay. Yeah.
0: Cool. We are <clears throat> yeah. doing
1: that with the other blacksmith this time. Just...
0: Oh well, if that's true, then you might want to do it on screen because that's someone you haven't met before. But
3: other
1: blacksmith? Way. Why? Because <laughs> the uh, the blacksmith that we went to this time, the last time, is a heretic, and I will not be shopping at her store anymore. Um, I mean, unless the other one is, like, worse or something. I mean, I guess he could be, like, a demon or something like that, but.
0: Um, roll an intelligence check, Cedric. You're remembering something. Oh, no. Maybe.
1: Oh, no, I'm not that intelligent. It's a 14.
2: I mean, we already did 14.
0: That. Um, So, way back. The first time that you and Lucanus were looking for a place to sell things, um, Kay told you there are two blacksmiths—one run by a—one uh, run by dwarves and one run by halflings—and then the plate and chain, which is where you guys went and sold the things, was like an armorer and weapons smith that's adjacent to or like connected to the uh, dwarven blacksmith.
1: Mm. Okay, so it, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> But they're the wrong sorts of dwarves, Fletcher. It's just you wouldn't understand. You're just a human. Do we?
3: Well, we don't have K with us. Do we know where the other blacksmith is?
0: It's hmm. pretty easy to tell because they're also in the market district, and market like district? you can okay. hear blacksmiths pretty easily. Yes. There's a lot of you know furnace noise and and clanging and stuff. So
3: okay. I, well, I... if if we have to go to a whole new place, Cedric, for you then I'm going to let you figure it out so you can see if you like these people or not. Because I would have just gone and sold things.
1: I mean, I didn't not like them. They were perfectly nice. I'm just saying, like, I don't want to encourage those kinds of people. And I definitely don't want to, you know, encourage them around... Those
3: you know, kinds of people?
1: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but... So, you know those apocryphal Moridan texts I was talking about? Like, they buy into, like, half of them. Look, like I, I can tell by your face that you, you don't really understand how big of a deal this is, but but what, but the
3: halflings probably don't believe in him at all.
1: But that's fine. They can't help it. They're halflings. They don't know any better.
3: <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, let's go there. You, can, I'm gonna let you talk to them. Okay, let's go.
0: Just enough rope to hang himself.
4: Um... <laughs>
3: In his brand right. new shirt.
0: Mm. No, oh, he doesn't I have no. Shirt. Oh, not
3: yet. He's still filthy.
0: No, he's still wearing just his chainmail. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> because the shirts are on order, and the shirt that Leon tried to clean for him is still like hanging in the back room, wet right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's losing so much chest hair to that chainmail. <laughs> oh. I mean,
2: <clears throat>
1: so. He's
2: just basically walking <laughs> around in something that very strongly resembles a BDSM getup. And the only way for him to not be in that position is to have a wet t-shirt contest with himself.
1: So anyways, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Cedric is a train wreck. We <laughs> agreed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I want to go to the other halfling blacksmith.
3: Okay, then if you're dragging in the things to sell, I guess I'm going to try to stand outside somewhere not super obvious with the bag that has a head in it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I also don't want someone to come up and be like, what's in the bag?
4: <laughs> what's in the bag? What's in the bag? <laughs> what's in the bag? What's in the bag?
3: There yeah. it is. I'm going to try to not be obvious.
4: Mm-hmm. And also
3: not drag this thing into the store, where would probably get smelly very quickly. So
0: You say as it's sitting on the floor of Leon's bar.
3: Yeah. So I'll be hanging out outside in, like, a side street in the shade.
1: All right. And we're off. And we're off.
0: Okay. Um, where are you going first?
1: I think we should go to the blacksmith first. I feel like we shouldn't show up. I
3: think place. selling the stuff. Yeah, we don't want to show up with a bag of weapons and a head and seem <laughs> like we're threatening. But like
2: you could. I mean, that would be on brand for Lucanus. So.
3: Or we could sneak in at night instead of like a horse head in the bed. We could leave an orc head in the bed.
2: <laughs>
1: Why would you leave a horse head in the bed? What? We used a perfectly good no, horse head it. like that. <laughs> Some of the best reference. meat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, I mean, you know, we can bring the weapons with us. That's fine. I don't know.
3: Oh, and I thought – I think we should go to the blacksmith. All right.
1: We are going to the blacksmith. <laughs> we have decided, Cheryl.
0: You are going to the blacksmith. Okay. Um. So you make it out into the market district area, um. and you sort of follow the sounds of smithing to – it's not – not at the exact opposite side of the market district from the first one, because the exact opposite side of the market market district from the first one you went to is actually where um, uh, uh, Elsa's shop is. But kind of in that general area of the market district, you find the other blacksmith shop. Um, what is that?
1: Sorry, this a uh, picture Nancy drew for me when we were in oh. Minneapolis. It's my marriage.
0: Um and so you yeah you come to this blacksmith and you can hear um hear the sounds of work um and as you approach you can see uh a sort of a middle-aged halfling man is working um he's hammering away at something on the anvil um uh he's got a ruddy complexion that's darkened with soot um and he's got thick black hair um his face is disfigured on the right side by the wrinkling of a massive burn along his cheek leading to the crumpled remains of his ear. So like his ear is pretty destroyed by this uh, presumably long ago burn accident. Um, and so, yeah, he's there hammering away at something on the anvil. Um, yeah.
1: Um, all right. If Fletcher's waiting outside. <laughs> I did not hear. Is that you. correct?
3: Yeah, We. I I figure it Yeah. <laughs> That bad. <laughs> <All> right, um,
1: <laughs> hello, sir. Uh sorry to bother you.
0: He he looks up from what he's doing and stops and sort of, you know, puts it looks like maybe a horseshoe or something in the bucket to cool. Oh, hi How can I help you?
1: Um well I've uh, <laughs> I've recently acquired all of these um weapons. Um they're they're not of dwarven make, but uh they're serviceable. Um, and I was hoping uh, that you might have a use for them, and I might be able to sell them to you.
0: Oh, uh, you—you wanted to sell some weapons? Uh, yeah, I can take a look at them for you. Uh, so he comes on over. He's got like not a full counter, um, but you know, there's a little bit of space on a table that he indicates you can put stuff out. Um, so are you—is this all of the stuff that you got from the orc goblin encounter? The uh, the javelins, the morning stars, and the falchion.
1: You tell me, Joe. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, are you guys also selling the armor or not?
2: Uh, I mean, the armor, the the armor that I have is, you know, still it's. I mean, it's it's still in good condition, so. Okay. I don't need. I don't need it.
0: Okay. In that case, you also had three sets of goblin-sized leather armor and one set of studded leather armor.
2: Yeah, but that set of studded leather armor I'm assuming came from the, the orc. Uh, from the orc, and yes. I'm still wearing mine.
0: Okay, so you want to sell all of four of those armors and all of the weapons?
2: Uh, all the ones that we got from the orc encounter, yeah.
0: Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so he takes a look at that stuff. Um, the goblin armor especially is pretty beat up and dirty and not in great condition. Um, he sort of takes a look at all of it. and He's like, Ah, uh, yeah, I can. Uh, I can. Uh, work you up a price for this. You just wanted to sell these, or did you want to trade them for anything?
1: Um, I don't know. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. No, just sell them. Just sell them.
0: All right. Uh, as I calculate things on my calculator. Uh, yeah. So for all of these, um, I can give you seventy-three gold pieces. Is that all right? Does
1: Does that seem I, I mean, Cedric, he's a, you know, he knows a little bit of his way around the forge. Is, does that sure. seem um, re- reasonable?
0: <laughs> Make an appraise check. <clears throat>
1: um I have a plus two for metal because I'm a dwarf. Does that, mm-hmm. uh, oh. that's a, a yeah. 17. A what? A 17.
4: Oh,
0: yeah, um, considering that these are all fairly used, and, I mean, they're goblin and orc-made, it seems, so not the best, but also not terrible. That seems like a pretty reasonable price, yeah.
1: Sounds like a deal. Stick my hand out.
0: (laughs) All right. Pleasure doing business with you, friend.
1: You too, friend. Have a good day. You too. And away you go. Yay. So much easier to buy the Yay.
3: I can't believe Cedric navigated that so well.
0: <laughs> he didn't say anything about the guy's face or about his race. It was yeah, wonderful. Yeah, or
3: Moradin or anything. Or
0: Moradin, yeah. yeah.
1: Amazing. So, I mean... Okay. He, he, so, like, as as he and Fletcher are, like, walking down the street towards the Greens' house, he's like, yeah, I mean, he tried to sell me some stuff, but, like, pff, I'm not buying any halfling-made armor or weapons. But, you know, whatever. He seemed nice enough, and he was willing to buy that garbage. So, you know... <laughs> Not his fault that he can't tell good from bad, but he gave me a decent price for it. So, you know.
0: There it is. <laughs> so,
1: so. Veronica is well, amused job. that
0: that was easier than buying shirts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, because Cedric knows steel, but he doesn't know sure. fabric. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Apparently not. Uh, okay,
3: now well, what? Then, yeah, then we, I guess, continue on our way to. The greens.
0: Okay. Um, So you head back into the sort of uh, upper class district um, where you were twice before now, um, and you go to the green home. Um, So there you are on the doorstep.
3: Knock on the door.
0: You knock on the door. Um, And a few moments later, the door is opened by um, someone who's dressed in sort of like uh, I guess housemaid attire or uniform would be the best way of putting it. This is not the butler who answered the door the first two times that you guys um, were here. Um, <clears throat> but she looks pleasant enough and she says, "Oh uh, hello. Uh, can I help you?
3: Yes, we're we're here to see uh, Master Hudson.
0: Oh, ah. Uh... Well that's uh, unfortunate uh, Master Hudson is not here and he uh, won't be here for a while where is he uh where,
3: yeah where where is he gone
0: uh well uh he and the family have gone on a, a ship back to, to Nibria. uh can I ask what uh, what business you have with the master
1: um but it's kind of awkward to explain.
3: Just, just following up on a on a a matter we've discussed with him when we were here previously.
1: Hmm. We were trying to give him a heads up on something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow, Peter, I want to high five you for that. Yeah, that's so I want to
4: give him XP for that. <laughs>
3: We need his help to try to make heads or tails of a situation.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> but since he's not here, I guess we need to head out.
0: Oh yeah. Sorry about that. Uh yeah, they uh they went they went home to Deniveria, at least for the summer season, I guess. Uh they decided it was time for uh Mistress Janet to have her coming out into society during the summer season, so uh yeah, they they went to Dormont. I guess it'll be lots of parties and things.
2: Oh. So they're headed home. It well, nice. thank you so <clears> much
3: <throat> for your help. Of course. Uh,
0: I suppose if you really did need them, you could uh, send them a letter, but
3: I imagine uh... that would take quite a long time to get to him.
0: Mm.
3: Well, no matter. Uh, well, thank you for your help. Of course. So long. Well. And we turn around, the door closes. I'm like, now who do we go to?
1: Well, we can't go to the city guard. I went to them before, and they're very not helpful.
3: Are they not helpful, or do you just not like them because they don't know about Moradin?
1: No, I mean, they're human, so obviously they don't know anything about Moradin. But I tried to talk to them about Carissa, and they wouldn't listen.
3: What? what, what so they, did, they just wouldn't believe you? So you think they wouldn't believe us? this either even with a head in a bag
1: (laughs) i mean they might believe us but i don't know that they would do anything about it they seemed very very ineffectual um i don't know i feel like
2: i feel like walking into a police station with a head in the bag
3: it's a good way to get yourself arrested Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) sorry (laughs) i'm just commenting oh i know (laughs) joe Uh, you say it like
1: you've got experience
2: I mean, not personally, but I've heard stories about about people who've done that, and uh, it's almost never good people. Fair enough,
1: fair enough.
2: People who are on the good alignment side of the chart. Sure. Uh,
3: well, I suppose Casper, I, I imagine, I mean, being the head of, of the adventuring guild in town. He must have some connections and and being respected around these parts. And he's already going to be on his way to the marked bird at some point today. Maybe we head back and bring this up to him as well because he also seems interested in what's going on outside the walls of the city as well. And this is something definitely approaching town from outside the walls.
1: That's a really good point. Yeah. I mean, and he so seems... maybe,
3: maybe he will have good connections or, or just, and that someone could listen to him. He's, I imagine he he's, must be well known.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's at least got better connections than we do, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, only... one of us is on. A, one of us is on a wanted poster.
1: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good point. Um, okay, yeah. So head back to the marked bird, and so. wait there for Casper.
3: Yeah, hopefully the message is already on its way. But we could head back if you think that sounds like a good idea.
1: Yeah, I mean the only other person we really could talk to who might have connections. About this is Sawan.
3: Mmm. I feel like... I don't know if I would trust her. We're already sort of in her debt, and we're supposed to be doing things for her, so I don't know if she'd care about anything we would say unless we have the things she asked for us to collect for her.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely don't trust her. At all. I just...
3: She's uh, definitely out for herself. I don't know if she would really even care if this town gets, like, burned to the ground.
1: Well, I mean, she lives in a town. Maybe she'd reward us for this information. Maybe that would pay down some of our debt.
3: Let's take these options back to Frank and talk about this.
1: Okay, that sounds like a good idea. Okay, we're gonna so head you're going back. To, you're gonna head back.
3: We're gonna head back and try to get ahead of this.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a problem. keep our heads we're just above water.
2: It's what, Joe? The problem we're just gonna have to face. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, okay. We're um, really
3: sticking our necks out for this town. Oh,
1: ah! man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dalton Ludwig is going to be so excited when he hears this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <clears throat> all right. Um. Oh gosh. So you make it back uh, to the Marked Bird. Um, it's kind of... Early to mid-afternoon at this point, so there's not necessarily a whole lot of people in there, maybe one or two late lunching, but other than that, pretty empty. Um, When you come back in, uh, Leon sees you and goes into the back room for a minute and comes out, again, Cedric, with your still damp shirt over his arms, <laughs> and like uh, Cedric. I uh, I washed. I washed this and I let it dry for let like, hang dry for a little while. It's still damp, but uh, I did the best I could. Oh. Okay.
4: Um, um,
0: it's not pure white anymore. Kind of <laughs> like a dingy
1: whitish.
0: But there you have your shirt back.
1: Uh cool. I'm gonna put it on. Uh, because, <laughs> I'm really tired of like this chainmail is like surprisingly uncomfortable. It keeps keeps like, <laughs> chafing me and pulling out chest hairs. I don't. You know, you'd think it would be really nice, but it's not. I'd,
3: ah, think I've uh, people usually don't wear it straight against their skin.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: I've never worn chainmail, so uh, I <clears throat> Yeah. Uh
3: Yeah, and Leon was was our uh, message taken.
0: Uh, yes, I sent it out as soon as, uh, you gave it to me. Um, I assume that he has already gotten it. Uh, I have no idea when and if, uh, yeah.
1: Thank you. hmm Um, all right. I'm, uh, Leon, can I have, uh, three, uh, beers? Fletcher, do you drink beer? I can't remember. Two? Yes. Okay. Three beers then. Uh, and, uh, we're gonna take them up to frank's room if if uh casper comes in tell him we'll be up there
0: uh okay uh is everything all
1: right uh yeah great probably yeah totally fine you've
0: still got that uh you've still got that sack and uh i don't i don't know you just seem um worried
1: yeah though the sack is uh um it's uh a vegetable the sack isn't
3: what you really should be worried about.
1: <laughs> yeah. What? It's a it's a it's a sample of local wildlife.
0: Um, you remember that he's the one who gave you the bag, right? Oh, okay. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, didn't remember that.
0: <laughs> like he knows what's. In
1: yeah. Yeah. Forgot yeah. that. <laughs> oh yeah, we're trying. to <laughs> We've been showing it around town, or trying to, and we haven't found anybody to show it to yet. So right now you're the only person that's seen it so far.
0: Oh, uh, wonderful. Um, I feel
1: honored. Yeah, that's... Yeah, we wanted you to know first.
4: Hmm, thank you. <laughs>
0: um, here are your
3: beers. Thank you. Thank you, and I, I put some money down on the counter, and... Thank you. And we'll head up to Frank's room.
4: <clears throat> okay.
1: It's a shame we can't put this head in something to, like, keep it from rotting.
3: Like a head in a jar? Mm-hmm. You mean, like, a minus 80?
2: Cedric <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I doesn't like know about either of those options. I feel, I feel like with this, we could get away with a negative... with a minus 20. Mm-hmm.
1: Probably.
0: Okay, here we go, here we go. Ready? Favorite thing you've ever found in a lab freezer?
2: Go. Oh,
1: snap. Oh, God, Galen's freezer. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah.
2: <laughs> so, this is not a lab freezer. It is It is a lab drawer, which I know I'm pushing here, but um, it was a, uh, uh, like a, um, I think it was like a half pound or one pound jar of cyanide stored a long time, sort alongside, like, tubing and funnels. Okay. So it had yeah. been there since, like, the 60s or something like that. It was in a lab that I was cleaning out at Iowa State. And um, I've always, looking back, you know, I've always found the storage, ju- the way that this old, old professor stored that cyanide just really interesting because, you know, what are you doing with the cyanide and... Beer bonk supplies, essentially.
1: Uh, all right. So not a lab freezer, but um, when my undergrad professor, uh, Mike Stewart, retired in his lab, um, we found um, if you've ever read the Robertson, Gen- uh, not Robertson Genovi, uh, but yeah, Introduction to Parasitology textbook, there is a uh, figure in there of a nematode infection that was so bad it caused a prolapsed rectum. And that rectum is in a glass jar was it was in a glass jar in his lab. We found it. Uh cleaning out his lab. Uh, You wanna explain
0: what a prolapse is for people who don't know?
1: Google it. What do I no, no, (laughs) no no no. no. Google it. (laughs) Um, A prolapse
0: is when part of you goes inside out that's not supposed to have its inside-outside to the world. Yeah,
1: exactly. There
2: there might be somebody on the podcast uh, uh, who's a little bit angry with me at the moment because of what they just saw when they followed my advice to Google that.
1: (laughs) Don't Google (laughs) it!
0: Or do! If you want to educate yourself... Yeah. growth science is still cool science.
1: yeah I, and then uh, Ryan mentioned Galen's uh, freezer. Um, we found uh, a 50 mil tube of pure BT crystallized BT. Um, oh wow and uh, from back when they were doing trials with BT like pre GMOs like when they were like make, trying to you know synthesize it um, and uh, a huge jar of DDT. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: So when um, when I was, and I think it's okay for me to talk about this now, but when I was working at, um, Monsanto before it became Bayer, uh, somebody handed me a one pound or no, sorry. a two. Yeah, it was two kilograms. So would that be about a pound?
4: Yeah.
2: Somebody just handed me like a two kilogram, um, uh, jar of a dsRNA.
4: Oh,
2: yeah. So, um, for the uh, dsRNA is um, something that is used in gene silencing and um, or used for gene silencing. It's being um, looked at as an insecticide right now, and it's like the super species-specific insecticide. But like we probably only have you know, what, maybe a milligram or something like that of RNA in our entire bodies. Like, we don't have, like, when you, when, like, an entire honeybee is going to contain, like, one to two nanograms of RNA. So this was, um, well, just let me put it this way. I have handled, I handled more RNA in that moment than any molecular biologist will handle throughout their career.
1: Mm-hmm probably more than exists in every human in North America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, two kilos is 4.4 4 pounds. For the record. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay, so... Ryan, do you have one? Or, uh, do you want me to go again? Because I can go again. <laughs>
3: mine was probably just, like, just, like, the frozen dead animals that yes. you'd find. when like, just, like, t- a ton of just, like, Dead frozen crayfish in the freezer, like, like it was. It was always just.
1: Yeah, we found a frozen dead animal.
3: People put in the freezer all in, the time. I mean, that's,
1: Me that's not Leslie that's found... not a weird. <laughs> thing. That's a delicious thing. Me and Alan Leslie found a dead uh uh copperhead in the lamp lab freezer, and then really uh, yeah, dead... yeah yeah right, yeah. and we freeze dried it. We freeze dried the copperhead. It. Yeah, because nice. like. I mean, what else are you going to do with it, right? So we put it in Gale, the Dively Lab freeze-dryer and freeze-dried it. And the head, like, deformed pretty badly, but it freeze-dried. Yeah. Dried. yeah it looked like fun. a freeze-dried snake! It's it it's, looked like you'd expect yeah. a free free freeze-dried snake to look. <laughs> you have the lab show? where I did
0: my... Yeah, the lab where I did my master's. Sure. Um, so my advisor, uh, among other things, is interested in birds. And he. so he had been collecting all of the, like, window strike mortalities in the area for a while. So this was just, like like, when I say it was a lab freezer, like, we had, like, a big, you know, lab freezer. But this one was just, like an actual fridge-freezer unit that had just been put in this lab. So it was just like the little freezer like you would have in your home fridge-freezer combo. But it was full of dead birds. Everything from songbirds up to, like, at least one hawk. It was very interesting. Um, But that advisor then, uh, he moved... From Illinois to California, thanks for abandoning us, Nick. No, just kidding, he's a great advisor. But anyway, um, so I had to sort of help clean out his lab once he was, like, officially gone um, so that the the new uh, faculty they hired could come in and use the lab. And in the actual lab freezer, we found all of these samples of snake blood. But, like, nobody in that lab, as long as that advisor had been or that PI had been in that lab had snakes. So that was just like snake blood from like someone else's random research that somehow wound up in our freezer, which was great. Um, It probably,
2: it probably got put. So Mm -hmm. for those of you who don't work in labs, um, whenever a, uh, uh, whenever a freezer breaks, which happens. So I actually, about science fiction, I don't think that they're built. I think that they spawn somewhere. And I think that when they spawn, they're already like, because I've never seen a new lab freezer you know they exist but I don't believe that uh, I, I I only believe that to be hypothetical anyways so breakdowns are pretty common because the standard you know the standard lab is probably older than the person who's running lab that it's in and when you uh, when the lab freezers break down which happens pretty regularly, it's always a rush to just find another freezer to stuff in. So that honestly sounds to me like a freezer broke one day and they're like, we need somewhere to put our snake blood. And then they just forgot about it for like 40 years.
0: Probably. Um, Speaking of breakdowns, because it's so true. Um, So also in the department where I did my master's, they have a a lot of biology departments have this. It's like a tiny little natural history museum, but it's really just like a room full of stuff. Um, And then (laughs) The natural history museum at that university has all kinds of cool stuff, but like literally nobody ever goes in that room, which is really unfortunate because there's lots of cool stuff in there. Um, But one of the cool things that's in there are was in there was like a really big chest freezer full of lots of dead animals that like probably, you know, the plan was eventually to get them taxidermied or something, but it just never happened. But because nobody ever went in that room except like very occasionally a maintenance person to clean dust or something, the freezer broke down and probably wasn't attended to for days or maybe weeks. And then someone realized that it had broken down and the smell was just horrifying
1: oh man yeah yep. Oh. yeah uh, okay i can contribute to this this conversation so um uh, the first uh well the second lab. oh you're <laughs> yeah the, the second lab i ever worked at um it, out of undergrad was a crustacean disease lab and so oh, we that's... did uh yeah it was a uh It's a cool system, Um, but we worked on a couple of different um, crustacean species, spiny lobsters, um, and we worked on um, hematodinium, which is a dinoflagellate parasite of a whole bunch of different crabs, but we were looking at it in blue crabs. Um, And so we'd go out, we'd put out crab pots, we'd collect crabs, we'd bleed them for... um, uh, to test for the disease, um, and then we would do we did a lot of research with them in the labs. We built these huge aquarium systems with all these um, blue crabs in them. But as you'd imagine, they died a lot when you're studying the disease and removing a lot of their you know hemolymph. Uh, they yeah. they die, um, and so um, when they died, we'd put them in trash bags and then put those in um, the big Chest freezers in the in the lab, and uh, everyone hated the job of taking them to the dump. So like occasionally, um, the 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 freezer would fill up, and then people would just start putting them in trash bags and just just dumping them in trash bags and like leaving the trash can next to the freezer. Um, and when then, did you ever just like cook them? Because <laughs> when you found when a crab has been dead for like even like an hour underwater oh, it okay, becomes yeah. like disgusting right it's like okay. just its body just turns into goo and it becomes like mm-hmm. yeah. bacteria just actually, like spontaneously know. appear all over it yeah but yeah so yeah I, I i actually know people who
2: like work on shrimp and like did it just so that they could like eat their controls
1: yeah any it, anything dead from the ocean smells terrible uh, but yeah so um I would always get the job of taking the, like renting a truck, to drive all the trash bags full of dead crabs to the dump. But um, the people at the dump would see our truck coming, and they like they had expressly told us that we were not allowed to dump stuff in the dump. But it was the only thing that we could do with them, um, and uh, so it was like I I had been instructed at this point to like rent the oldest truck that didn't have any of the university logos on it and take <laughs> out, so they wouldn't see us coming and then like do it really, really quick. Um, but I remember one day in like August in Virginia, there was um somebody had like filled an entire trash can with crab, dead crabs, and left it for several days. So like everything had rotted, like it was just like full of dead crab juice. And uh, when I dumped the trash can out, it just like the bottom eighth of the trash can was just maggots. And I just threw the trash can into the dump too and it jumped in my car and drove away really quick. It's like <laughs> not my problem anymore. Yeah. Somebody somebody
2: very quickly offloading something in trash bags at a dump that smells very bad is perhaps not the best optics.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, that's that's hilarious. By carrying around an orc head in a brand uh, a bag, it's very on brand for for me, at least. Yeah. <laughs> have you decapitated a lot of orcs, Peter, in your in your research life? I did. I did. No, I have. I have decapitated animals, but never anything sentient. We'll, we'll say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a whole other conversation to have is, like, how different would our research be if this world was filled with, in addition to, like, all of the quote-unquote normal animals that we study, if this world was also filled with all of the things from the D&D, like, monster manuals, like, yeah. how much har- harder research would be.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, you'd have to, like, imagine the IRB process. You'd have to prove that, like, every animal you're working at, like, wasn't sentient <laughs> uh-huh. first. Uh-huh. Like, it would be like, yeah. I want to There's work like- on... Yeah, I want to work special on accommodations
0: for magical creatures yeah. and like, yeah. <sighs>
1: it's like.
2: I, well, I mean, even even like sentient, even like sentient objects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you would have to hey, go God. through. Like, imagine, imagine <laughs> I'm, doing like. I know that this isn't D D, but like the Beauty and the Beast castle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having to do anything there,
1: it's like it's hard enough to get. I, I of a piece of broken up. equipment. At a university, yeah. like yeah. you can't like imagine if they were like, and is it and is it alive? It's like yes, it sings and dances. Okay, well then we're gonna have to put it in a special storage room yeah. for singing and dancing uh, chest freezers. <laughs> Even though it it doesn't keep stuff cold anymore, we can't throw it away because it is technically sentient. It's technically staff.
0: <laughs> it's technically staff. Can you imagine if your lab freezer also sang and danced in addition mm-hmm. to being a lab freezer? Yeah.
1: Well, the most infuriating part would be it would still get better pay and better benefits than all the grad students.
0: Sure, of course, yes.
1: Yeah. Um. Well,
2: and 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 it would just be it would just be funny because like you know at um I'm rewatching The Magicians again because I love that show, but like I would just imagine that uh, somebody would like that there would be that there would be uh, incidents that would be fairly common where somebody just like accidentally curses something. Mm. <laughs> Like, like they just, literally, they just, the the lab equipment curses would be real instead of, Figurative. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, well, yeah. and you
1: know, again, like, you've only got the three, um, you know, chest freezers or, you know, uh, environmental chambers, right? You're like, oh, god, I've got to use the cursed environmental chamber because I need all four. Oh, no.
0: Is that part of your block design? Yeah. Like, I was well, just going um... <laughs> to say that. You have to
3: include it like as a block or a confounding factor.
2: Or, like, Or like even worse, uh, one of the like somebody accidentally turns your growth chamber into a portal. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So you just sort of
0: of... all of your plants wind up in the
2: abyss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Or or even worse, like you just sort of open the freezer, or you open the uh, either the freezer or the growth chamber, and there's like an iguana Mm -hmm. staring right back at you that's like obviously like 300 feet up in a tree, and it's like okay, well. There go my controls. Like, or the <laughs> growth,
3: or the growth chamber is just a mimic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you I to put the sample in real quick and pull your hand out. It's
1: like, yeah. I, can't, I can't. figure out why none of my uh, none of my cultures are growing. Oh, it's because you're yeah. using the the fume hood that does necrotic damage. You know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Every, every time you use a piece of lab equipment, you're like, first I check for traps.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I cast I mean, purify. That's
4: not what you guys do.
1: <laughs> depends on it's your lab. Depends you on your do. lab mates. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, my my lab mates are all fantastic human beings, and they would never do that. Mm-mm, no, the um, tech might, but. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I want to say hi, Jody. Jody played Tempest, one of the Ibixians in our special live um, in-person episode. Um, Jody says that she found a pie plate of poop in a freezer once, not covered, <laughs> not, not covered, not labeled, just in there. That's a good one, Jody.
1: <laughs> what? That <I am>, was <laughs> what kind of poop? I, <laughs> I, I right? yeah,
3: what?
0: I am I very mean, guilty and... of putting Ziploc bags of poop in the freezer, but like I took it out again because that was for my experiment. But I don't know why it was in a pie plate. That's yeah, a was
4: one. that was
3: yeah. that a sample or no, was that someone no. having like a real emergency? <laughs> who, like...
2: Well, I mean, I've had I've had some emergencies where I had to find places to poop pretty quick. It, the feces have never ended up on a pie
1: plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually
3: in, not in ever. a building. There's usually a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Outdoors, yeah, you can do wherever.
1: Cheryl, yeah. sometimes I forget that you work with dung beetles, which is—it uh, took me a second to remember. Why would you put poop? Yeah, Why
3: <laughs> there was so much poop. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my field
0: work started uh, the like the first two springs um, when I was doing my master's research by filling, I think it was 16 gallon Ziploc bags with bison poo. Um, but because bison are bovids, it's very much like cattle dung. So it's yeah. incredibly liquid when it's fresh. So you just sort of like scoop it up with a trowel and fill it. And it, you know, you can fill the entire Ziploc bag, but then like you freeze them and it's just like a brick of <laughs> who Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: There's your improvised weapon right there.
0: Yes, Dalton. I'm glad you showed up. Welcome <laughs> to the weird conversation of tonight. This uh, is our science conversation.
3: What's the uh, weirdest thing Dalton's
1: found? Yes. I want to know Eric, this. it
0: is always a D&D stream if not just sometimes <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dalton, you have to go back and watch the pun I made earlier you'll like that
0: they're very proud <laughs> of their puns um, and in fact, I think you have time to do that because thank you so much for talking about weird, gross things you found in labs <laughs> Um, but it is 7.30 my time, or 8.30 Eastern, which, um, uh, makes it a pretty great time for us to go on our halfway break. Um, so go grab a snack, use the restroom, get a drink, pet your pets, go back and rewatch the puns for fun times, um, and meet us back here in a few minutes. Thank you, everyone who's been watching us so far this evening. We are so glad to be back and playing for you in
1: 2020.
0: See ya. See just me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: what is happening i didn't change (laughs) literally anything is it just the size is the size different i don't know i don't know
0: what happened what happened
1: Ah. somehow the size changed
0: there we are
1: yay there we are now we're back
0: oh hey everyone it's
1: still peter's fault it's still my <laughs> fault everything <laughs> is my fault always address all hate mail to at peter coffee on twitter <laughs> i will send it straight to my dms um i have no uh, notifications turned off so we're good and to
2: the dm <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah right eric says huge cheryl everyone roll initiative um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. would you uh, rather fight one to cheryl, cheryl? <laughs> <laughs> or a hundred
0: Cheryl-sized terrests.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah. Well,
2: if we're fighting Cheryl, if we're fighting the actual Cheryl, it's a very easy thing to do. You just need to bring her cookies, and then she'll be your friend.
0: Rude. Rude. Um, (laughs) So that was uh, the Terrasse question was Eric's question last time we played. But this time, Eric wants to know, and we're just going to do like real rapid fire, the first thing that comes to your head. Um, But he says, what is the dumbest, most random D&D class slash race combo that you want to play? Um, Eric says his is Mouse Folk Barbarian, and he says he pictures a pair of them um, where uh, that are siblings, and one of them, like, the sister swings an enormous sword, and the brother struggles to protect her with an oversized shield, which I think is adorable. Um, mine would be a Goliath Shadow Dancer. So a Shadow Dancer is, I think it's a, actually a prestige class for Rogue, but they're really cool. It's kind of like, like, sort of a magic user, but also if you think about, I'm not remembering his name right now, but the guy in Naruto who can, like, you know use shadows to capture people it's kind of like that but they can also like jump between shadows it's a really cool class but it's a lot of like finesse which is not normally what someone would associate with like a goliath or an orc or something like that so that's shikamaru thank you i actually really like that character i don't know why i couldn't think of his name um but yeah so so goliath or orc shadow dancer would be mine anybody else
1: i feel like i'd like to play a tortle cleric like, I just feel like the, like the turtle people just, like, so, I mean, obviously I'm already playing a cleric, but, like, this would be way different than Cedric. It'd be, like, real chilled out, maybe, you know, like, uh, I don't know, more of a, like, a Jimmy Buffett kind of vibe, you know, like a, like a real, like, kind of stoned out parrot head kind of chill turtle would be really fun.
2: Jimmy Buffett cleric would be amazing.
1: Yes! Yes, yes.
2: That, I mean, the man already basically is. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. All right. Cedric is going to die this episode, and I, <laughs> I'm so going to roll this up. So, my thing.
2: No. Um, so, no, I mean, you know, Cedric for a dwarf is about college age, and all we just need to do is have somebody give them, like, give him pot, and then I can just imagine him <laughs> overnight becoming, like, this giant stoner. But... <laughs> The preachers, key. anyway, so mine is mine is it really, wasn't
4: really good so
2: <laughs> I want to i want to play i want to play as a goblin class and have a uh, uh, um, uh, little goblin um, druid uh, uh, um, who's the cleric, uh, a barbarian, and um, a wizard slash sorcerer. so. These these would be goblins that would be a little bit smarter than most people probably and they would hide from everybody else by just like standing on everybody's shoulder and dressing up in a trench coat.
0: I was just going to say they're stacked in a trench coat, right? That's the best.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, you know, the um if you watch BoJack Horseman like the um, the little kid who calls himself like what is it Harold Adultman? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I would I would I would love to do something
1: like that. That'd be good. That'd be good.
0: Ryan, do you have a crazy combo?
3: Maybe how about like a a bugbear bard? (laughs) So that's this like big, ridiculous like thing that's usually like a giant slobbering beast, but he's like he just wants to learn how to like play the lute and sing, and it's like
4: a soul and like soul. and so at
3: the beginning when he's level 1 he's constantly like breaking the strings and like and he slowly learns and develops and you know a knack for music
1: Okay I'm going to need a children's book starring your bugbear and Eric's mouse folk like yes. together like
0: <laughs> Eric says that would be called a bug bard um oh. <laughs> I I love the sweet sensitive soul bugbear, though that's adorable or a bard bear a bard
2: bear. <laughs> bard,
3: bear. Yeah.
2: bard bear. Oh I love mm. it all. Oh god.
0: I love it. Okay. But
2: you know what? You know what? Um I like this idea. Let's have that character be a multi-class and also a barbarian, so he could just be the
1: barbarian. Barbarian. Yeah. I mean you gotta smash a lot of guitars on stage if you're a barbarian. Yeah, Smash
3: people with your yeah. guitar. Uh
0: polar knight sorry polar Knights say that they love the cam setup the evolution of beard from Joe down to Peter's perfect beard <laughs> <laughs> so apparently the evolution is Joe Ryan Peter
1: <laughs> it's and it's more that's more of a, a mustache uh, hierarchy yeah Ryan's beard is better than my beard for sure it's yeah it's yeah. so and and I feel like it's even more like tame tonight than it's been recently like it has been like have you have you have you rained that beast in a little bit Ryan?
2: a I I, like... well, a
3: while ago I got like a cleanup but I've been I've been doing a lot more combing and conditioning and now it's very
1: this is now a grooming and... podcast. So I like to put a little uh, coconut. No, I'm just kidding. Let's... Okay, um, okay. I,
2: I, I basically, so I basically grow out my stubble until it looks kind of like this and then shave it off. Occasionally I do a beard, but I I do not beard very well. So I, um, and we've actually talked about this a little bit in the background, but, like, my beard just sort of, like, grows into like this bush that just kind of stays about this big like it's not big enough to be like a really cool beard and it like just doesn't look very nice i'm like ryan or peter who are sort of like my facial hair idols because yeah
0: <clears throat> eric says next time he's on the show you uh, him and Peter and Ryan can do a beard maintenance episode. hmm yeah. Only if you can relate it to science somehow. Speaking of which, sometimes we play D&D.
1: <laughs>
0: um,
4: so I feel like we should... I mean, it's our,
1: it's our 100 subscriber stretch goal, or whatever.
0: We have so many 100 subscriber stretch goals. Let's <laughs> let's get to 100 so, subs, and then we 50, can talk.
1: 50 subscribers stretch goals.
0: <laughs> because at 100 YouTube subs, we promised we would do a getting ready with Lucanus video, so... Oh.
1: Yeah. So about that. I actually,
2: I actually, would like to do a uh, cooking video, like dresses Lucanus.
0: I would like us to make a whole uh,
2: recipe book.
1: Mm Hmm. Um. Hey, I'd I'd record myself cooking a rat. Just saying. An
4: actual rat. Sure. Where would you get it?
1: Pet store. That would be the most awkward sexual conversation ever. People buy buy them to be the snakes. I would just be, I have, I would just like, I would just go to the pet store, I'd be like, hello, I am a person who owns a snake. I will not mention the fact that it is (laughs) this stick around. (laughs) I need one rat, please.
0: Only one (laughs)
3: Yeah, because they eat it, and then they don't have to eat again for a long time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't have that in the freezer space, because I currently have a whole deer and a whole lamb in my freezers. So. Oh, right, Peter the Lamb, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, well, so you guys took the head-in-a-bag upstairs to Frank's room yep. um, with three beers. Is there anything you would like to do in Frank's room with your head-in-a-bag and three beers?
2: We didn't get a beer for the head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I That's have... That's rude. I... I do have an answer to this question. It is one that will make you never want to speak to me again.
1: All right. Let's not go there, I guess.
4: (laughs) Um, Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I guess. Just. So. uh, Frank. uh, The Greens are not in town anymore. So our entire plan for trying to get this place ready for a potential orc attack just disappeared. So we need to figure out where we're going from here and hopefully soon since we still have this head in a bag. Now, uh, Cedric and I thought maybe Casper could help with this since he should already be coming here. Uh, so he runs an organization here it should be well respected and connected. Kind of what we were just hoping to get out of Hudson Green. Uh, and then we also still don't know where Kay is. So if she hasn't come by here while we were gone, we don't have her expertise to figure out somebody else that we could, you know, give this alert to. So that's where we're at. Uh, you so, know, I mean, Leon R.E., this, the head in a bag.
2: Leon knows about this, right? The head? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. He knows, He knows that we
3: have a head in a bag. He doesn't know it's because there is a potential impending orc attack on this town.
1: We should. Oh, I Let thought me, we told him. That. He, did we not tell him that? Well, he saw it. He knows it's an orc head, right?
3: I don't think we did. I have to go throw a BMSB out the window. Just landed on me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Into my brown marmorated stink bug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was gonna say.
1: Oh yeah, you yeah. You
4: can't just like say <laughs> those letters. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Cheryl. I forget that you're not in agriculture. I feel like agricultural entomologist that's, no,
4: I knew uh, what he
0: meant, oh, okay. but it was just like <laughs> if you hear those letters real fast and uh, you don't know what he's talking about.
2: Like, well, we did talk about poop earlier in the episode, and then if all you heard was BM, I have to go through a BM out
1: the window. <laughs> oh my god!
0: Exactly. <laughs> like I was like, uh,
1: yeah. Well, uh... Your hands smell like cilantro now? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, All right.
2: Well, we can we can tell uh um you know, we can we can tell Leon to try to find someone. Um you know, they uh the the thing is, I mean, we might even be able to find some of the guards and, you know, tell them. Thing is, though, you know, some of the town folks here are orcs and uh, uh um, having somebody's head in a bag would be a little bit difficult to explain. So, I don't you know, know.
3: I don't know. I don't know how much Leon, the everyday pub owner, wants to get wrapped up in all the things we're doing. So just telling him to figure it out you know, could work, but I'd also feel pretty bad about trying to make him do this.
1: I mean, maybe he knows yeah. somebody that we could talk to at least. Give us a grunt and the point in the right direction. I mean, I imagine matters. he'd
3: tell us to talk to the guards, but Cedric, you don't want to talk to the guards.
1: I mean, it's not that I don't have anything against the guards. I'm sure some of them are <laughs> that perfectly That wasn't
3: nice the people. story two hours <laughs> ago.
1: I mean, I like, I don't think that they're good guards. Um. Yeah, but the guy who we got that
2: fishing net from, he was an orc, right?
1: No. No. He wasn't. an... No, Cheryl. <laughs> can you can can you remind mm-hmm. can you remind us? Did, did I we... wasn't
3: here when that happened, so I don't, <laughs> I don't have
1: it written down. <laughs> was he a half Pretty orc? Sure. Uh,
0: you did in fact meet uh Nagal. Um he has greenish skin, um, short cropped black oh sorry, short cropped white hair. He's missing the ring and pinky fingers on his left hand, and has several black tattoos along his arms. Um, but yes, he is orcish in appearance. Oh, Tus- tusks yeah. and everything.
2: Snap. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's because you know Lucanus doesn't forget an orc.
1: Um Oh, I just figured so, that, uh, I just figured that guy had some orcs. kind of skin condition. I just figured isn't is green not a normal color for human skin? No. Oh. You wanna feel that one, Fletcher? <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: no, no, it is
4: not.
1: Oh. Well, you know, you guys come in so many different colors, it's hard to keep track. So, uh I I mean, okay. Alright, so there are orcs who live in town. But this orc attacked us.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, you bring the head into the uh, police station, it might be kind of somewhat hard to explain. Maybe I don't know.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, would you say the same thing if I mean something happens to one human? Does every human become suspicious or enraged because something happened to one human? Why would it be any different for? An orc from outside versus the other orcs in town.
0: Have you been to America?
1: Yeah. <laughs> there were some, no, some I Trump haven't, Trump because Trump. I live... <laughs> in Arda. <laughs> in Arda. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think that the guards here are particularly effective. Uh, they did not seem willing yeah. to help me before with Carissa, which doesn't inspire confidence. Um, so... Yeah, I, I mean, I, I said we wait and we talk to Casper about it. Or we could go talk to Leon about it. Leon's really helpful. I really like Leon. Have I mentioned I like Leon before? So do we go down and... Canis is currently just sharpening weapons. and. All right, well... Do we are go you...
3: down and, and ask Leon? Are you... I think if the three of us are together, Frank, you could come out of your room. <laughs> yeah,
1: do you want to come down? My, my beer's broken. Cedric tips his beer upside down. <laughs> I think it was a hole in mine.
4: <laughs> Broken?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not wet in my throat anymore. Not beering the way it's supposed mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's uh. an
2: unbearable situation. Um, <laughs> sorry, I. You guys made so many great puns. I feel like I'm behind. So. Why are you apologizing?
0: <laughs> you just mean that they're ahead, right?
2: Well, yeah, they're they're ahead. Either way, you know, hearing not being able to join in on all the good puns earlier was a bit pun unbearable. Okay. Uh, so yeah, let's let's head down and you know just sort of talk to Leon a little bit about this because you know he probably has some folks he might want to you know get out of town before
1: it hits. Leon. Uh, yes? We wanted to talk to you about this whole head thing.
4: Uh, it's, uh thought
0: about it.
3: Are you just yelling across the bar? Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> is there anybody
1: else in the bar?
0: Um, this is sort of in that weird time that's, like, <clears throat> in between late lunch and early dinner, so he wasn't even actually, like, out in the room when you first came down, so, like, that first shout was, like, you having to shout his name so that he would come out from the
1: back room. Right. Um, Still a public space.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: but is there anybody else in the bar?
0: <laughs> Not at the moment.
1: Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, we want to talk to you about this head in a bag.
0: Flet- uh, yes, Uh, thought about it.
1: Fletcher, you, you explain it. Uh, You explain these things better mm. than I do.
3: You're the one. This was your idea.
1: <laughs> well, but you, I mean, I don't know. People seem to like you better than they like me for some reason.
2: Lucanus, Lucanus just sort of shoves both of them aside and then... He's like, yeah, I think there might be an incoming orc invasion.
0: Uh, His eyebrows definitely go up, and he says, "Uh, well, fuck would make you think that?
2: Because the people out out in the, um, who are living out in the wilderness have uh, been getting a lot of orc attacks lately, and just from moving around and walking back towards town, the more and more people we talk to, the more and more comment it seems to, um... Be getting like when, we, when you get close to town, so it seems like it's moving towards Arda.
1: Um, and we were
3: also attacked by the orc whose head we have.
1: Oh yeah. Oh. And uh, he was no, leading. Yeah.
3: And he was leading that a group. group of goblins.
1: But don't worry, oh. we killed him.
0: Ah, uh, that's the that's the head in the bag
2: then. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was the head of the group. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey guys. I wasn't expecting that one <laughs> um
0: could you uh quick roll an intelligence check for me just because it's been a while so I'm helping your characters remember things <clears throat> whether what was that 18 18
2: <clears throat> uh I gotta oh, I'll just re-roll what
4: you can't well, just really so
2: I, moved my, I moved my phone, like, when, and, anyways, I got a four.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, I, would
2: have, yeah. I only got a five. <laughs>
0: okay, um, so Cedric, you hear what Lucanus is saying, and you remember that the Abixians didn't actually say that they'd been attacked by the orcs. They said that they were concerned because one of their scouts had seen... Uh, orcs at a distance and didn't know what they were, and so that's why Bedware was traveling, was because he was trying to get more information on what those things might be. Um, Whether or not you'd like to amend Lucanus' statement to Leon is up to you. Um, But at this point, Leon is um, rather concerned hearing uh, tell of um, multiple orc attacks outside
1: of the town. Uh, Okay, well, Cedric, obviously, is going to be like, Well, actually, the Abixian (laughs) said that they had seen the orcs, but I don't think that they had said that they had actually been attacked by the orcs. But I think it's pretty reasonable to assume that they are going to attack us based on the fact that they attacked us, and we were just minding our own business. So, yeah, I mean... Okay,
0: so there may or may not have been multiple orc attacks, but this this one, you don't have the bag with you right now, do you? Uh, so this one that Up you have in shirt. the bag um, did attack all of you, and, and also Kay.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. dear. He um, actually uh, stabbed Kay, like, really bad.
2: Well, a goblin did.
1: Oh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, the orc missed. Um
2: There were goblins yeah, the orc as wasn't well. Probably around oh, but... long enough to stab me. Yes,
0: we we knew there were goblins out there and also I guess there are gnolls that attack the farms sometimes. Um but uh I had not heard about orcs here yet. Uh there are of course orcs at home, but um that is uh well that is a little frightening.
3: Yeah. Um Do you know anyone anyone in the city that we could speak to about this, that who might want to, who could investigate more, or would be able to basically make sure the town is prepared in case something were to happen if they tried to approach the city?
0: Well, if you're concerned about the town being attacked, then uh, the the guards are responsible for that, Uh, but I guess there's also the naval fort, so the uh, Tenebrian military uh, could also um, do something, I guess. Uh, No, that's a good option. Yes, I I suppose we should tell someone, yeah?
1: So the military Mm -hmm. and the police are different, huh?
0: Well, yes, of course. Uh, New Seychester is, uh, well, it's got its own uh Mayor and its own guard and um the the military is uh they mostly stay in the fort uh although i guess they are also here for protection but um well new sechester is um not uh well it's not strictly Tenibrian, although i guess it's sort of tiniprian uh um hmm. it's a little. Complicated the way the politics work here, but um, yes, the the city is uh, at least in uh, official terms, uh, not strictly connected to the fort, although the city is here pretty much because of the fort.
2: The Candace <sighs> just sort of looks at Cedric and Fletcher and says, uh, yeah, you guys can go talk to them to the military. I'll want to I'm gonna set that one out
1: <clears throat> yeah I mean maybe maybe the maybe that's a good idea I didn't realize they were separate here um, if the military is the real force of justice in New Schester then perhaps that explains the the guards lack of interest in righting wrongs well no, they're not really a, they're not really a force protecting for justice. the
2: weak That's a long. That's a that's a little bit of a longer story, as far as you know. I'm concerned, that was Lucanus speaking as Lucanus.
3: Well, I I suppose the military may be more associated with protecting the town from. threats from without, and the guard is more concerned about safety within, so perhaps the military could be a good starting point?
2: Oh yeah, they'll they'll happily kill some orcs.
3: And it sounds like we'd be going without Frank.
1: Alright, let's do it. Alright, where are you going?
3: And Casper still hasn't shown up, So (laughs) yeah, so we don't know. So, yeah, so I guess... Uh you be on I guess be on the lookout for Casper to show up. Uh if he if if he does arrive, you you can still be here to talk to him.
1: Yeah, Frank, you think yeah. you can find something to do here in this bar? Uh yeah.
2: Yeah. So I can when when Caster when Casper comes in and um <laughs> you know, I can I can tell him what you guys are and I can be uh uh you know, I can be um honest and forthright with him about what he's seen. One might, one may even, one would even say that, you know, we're going to have a frank conversation.
1: (laughs) I do actually, I have some, um, abridged, um, pamphlets about Morden. If you want to read them while we're gone.
3: Uh, Okay. Probably time to go.
2: I'm good. I'm good. But I would, I would like to see what happens when I sharpen one, one of those books though. (laughs) Well, yeah. well, Eric wants to work? know if
4: the
0: pamphlets are steel bound too. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're like um, in steel sheets. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> they're like thin they?
3: steel plates. Yeah. So it's still a trifold, but it's on hinges. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, uh, after Cedric's several dowsings uh, already, they're like a little bit rusty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, I mean, is it, is it blood or rust? It's uh, a really
1: great patina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you know they're... Yeah. That's
0: They've seen you know some things. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Um, yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, so, well then, Cedric?
2: is just sort of heads back up to his room. So. <laughs> all right,
3: um... Uh, shall we head out? All right,
1: uh... We know where the fort is, right? Like, it's visible from the whole town, right? Yeah,
0: I mean, it's, like, it's technically outside the walls of the city, but, like, just outside the walls of the city, and, yeah, it's pretty easy to see. It's a big, big structure.
1: All right. Let's head that way. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, so it takes you a little while to get to the fort, um... And, of course, there are guards at the entrance um, who stop you <laughs> when you walk up to it. Cause they're not used to just, like, random people walking up to the fort and, like, uh, you know, in armor. Like, you know, like, like, full Tenibrian, like, this is mostly, like, ceremonial armor. But still, like, <laughs> you know, they're armored and they're
1: like, excuse me. Um, hail, hail and well met. Have you heard the good word of, oh, sorry, force of habit. Uh, I mean, um... They kind of look from Cedric to
0: Fletcher and, like, can we help you? Uh,
1: hopefully.
3: So, we have some evidence that there may be a... orcish threat from without the city uh, that may be advancing closer and closer to New St. Chester and may pose uh, a threat to the city and its people. And we are trying to inform those who would need to know in order to uh, be on the ready to guard the city.
0: Okay. Um, you you meaning you need to speak to someone in the fort about this or uh what exactly can we do for you if we could
3: speak well, to if the there is somebody here we can speak to who covers these sorts of matters uh that would be i think ideal uh we're fairly new to the city so we're not we're not familiar with your with your uh ranks but uh it, so I would leave that to you to, is to tell us if there's someone appropriate here we can speak to about these sorts of matters.
0: Uh, the younger of the two guards says, uh, well, Captain Dawson Clark is in charge of the fort and all of the troops here, um, but if you wanted to speak to the captain, well, um, the schedule is rather full, so you'd need to make an appointment.
4: Uh,
3: when, when would we be able to come back?
0: Uh, did you want to go in and speak to the, the, um, secretary about that?
1: Yes. Yeah, if that's okay.
0: Uh, I can, I can escort you in for that. Um, so the older guard stays at the entrance and the younger guard sort of escorts you in. And again, this is, you know, it's a large fort. You can tell, um, from its construction, it's, it's sort of been mm, built piecemeal, um, so, Fletcher, you're familiar with the basic story that um a ship of Tenubrian soldiers was basically shipwrecked here on the shore of Arda. Um, they they found uh, <laughs> they found uh relative safety in the river mouth, uh um just north of here, um although there were some heroics involved in them getting to shore and getting all of the crew to safety. Um, and they established this fort uh, basically to await rescue and then um, Tindabria decided that it was strategically um, important for them to sort of maintain this fort and enlarge it. So what started out is basically like a simple wooden structure became stone and became larger over the years. Um, so you can see it's not necessarily um, especially well planned, um, but it is a very sturdy structure and you walk through the hall um, to a desk where a very young, um, young man is sitting, um, you know, scribbling away at papers and things, and the, the guard that escorted you sort of indicates this young man and says, um, Collins, uh, these men would like to, uh, make an appointment to speak with the captain, and he sort of looks at you guys, and the secretary is like, uh, yes, um, how can I help you?
1: Ryan, are you muted? Ryan is muted. Oh
3: no! <laughs> there. Okay, I was muted. Yeah. <laughs> As your colleague indicated, we we'd like to see uh, the uh, earliest possible time we could speak to your captain here.
0: Um. Okay. Uh. So he takes a look. Um. At uh, he sort of rifles through a sheaf of of papers and parchment on the desk. Um. And finds you know the captain's itinerary and a sort of um going down through it mumbling to himself a little like well there's the parade tomorrow and meetings and um uh well the uh the earliest i suppose the captain could see you would be maybe um yes um, mid morning on the 7th um I, is this is an especially pressing matter i take it
3: Yes. Uh, yes. Yes.
0: Ah, uh, yes, then in that case, I could I could fit you in uh, mid-morning on the 7th, if that would be all right.
3: Uh, that, I suppose that will have to do, if Wait. that is... And would is there any possibility to leave uh, uh, a, a letter or a, a note of sort to go to the captain now prior to us meeting in person on the 7th?
0: uh did, you wanted to leave of, it, in it, uh, it a what ahead of the meeting. ahead of the
3: ahead me- uh, uh, of our meeting
0: uh, yes did you you wanted some sort of uh context for the captain before the meeting is that correct
3: yes uh
0: yes in that case um i i i can um he sort of gets out another uh, like a smaller piece of uh parchment and a quill and uh would you care to dictate oh
4: <laughs> What was that? Was just really.
2: Me trying
3: to think like, like if I was Fletcher, like, what are the words <laughs> I should use to make it sound like so the guys immediately like, oh, they're crazy. We should cancel this meeting. But also bag. see if he can like make it sound important enough that he, if he needs to act on something, he can do it now before <laughs> we actually have time to meet him. <laughs> like,
4: <yeah. laughs>
3: Uh, We uh, would need to speak to your captain on a matter concerning uh, a potential threat from outside the city uh, that may be uh, growing stronger and and approaching uh, New Seychester and may uh, result in in damages or loss in the city. Something that we have become aware of while traveling. It's an attack outside the city.
0: Do you make that outburst? And yeah. and the the young man sort of like sits up even straighter and like, oh, um, orcs here on Arda. Yes. Ah, okay. Um, that's but a problem. Not,
3: but outside the city, not. Outside not the, the very not the good citizens of New Seychester. Not the citizens. No. <laughs>
0: that <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Uh, I'm not aware of any full-blooded orcs uh, within the city, but um, regardless, uh, from outside, from outside the city. Yes. Uh huh. Um. Yes. I'm sure the captain would be very interested in this. Um. Hmm.
3: We can be found at the marked bird where we are staying uh if for some reason uh the captain would like us to come back earlier than our made appointment uh we can be reached there
1: with our friend Frank
3: with our colleague <laughs> Frank <laughs> uh, uh,
0: yes um i will I will make the captain aware of this uh as soon as possible and um yes uh at the earliest, um, midday on the 7th, but please, um, yes, if you would like to come back then and have the meeting, um, I think, yes, I think the captain should very much um, hear what you have to say. This seems very concerning.
3: Thank you very much uh, for, for your help with this, uh, Collins. Uh, and, and and by the way, my, my name is Fletcher, and my colleague here is Cedric. Uh, and that can be added to the note uh, ahead of time, uh, so the captain can know who we are.
0: Yes, um, thank you so much. Uh, yes, and he sort of finishes scribbling the note. And uh, Is there anything else I can help you gentlemen with?
3: I believe uh, that is all we came here to do.
0: All right, um, well, yes, I will pass this along to the captain immediately, and we can reach you at the marked bird if we need you earlier than that. Um, yes, thank you so much. And he sort of nods to the guard who escorted you in, and uh, uh, um, uh, uh, he he can take you back to the entrance. Um, but thank you so much.
3: All right. I guess we just kind of turn on our heels and start following the guard out. Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: Okay.
0: Um, uh, meanwhile, back in the marked bird, um, Frank. I'm assuming you were in your room.
3: Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Frank,
3: the un, most unmagical name,
2: Frank. <laughs> the most unmagical <laughs> name. I mean, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> you just gotta. Um, yeah, sometimes you just gotta name someone.
0: <laughs> um. So you hear a uh, at your door, sort of softly.
2: Yeah, come in.
0: Um, so Leon just sort of cracks the door a little bit and says, uh, uh whatever they're calling you, um, Casper, Casper, <laughs> uh, received your note and he's here. I guess he's requesting to have uh a supper with you."
2: Okay. All right. Cool. Um, I will be uh down in down in a minute, and um, <laughs> uh, Lucanus uh has his um. Lucanus has his robe and you know sort of bucket filled with water and he's washing it. So he just sort of walks over, hangs it up, and uh, uh, um, goes goes downstairs. So. Okay.
0: Um. So you've got like just like your regular like shirt and trousers on.
2: Your yeah. Robe. Regular. Um. Well, I'm I'm always wearing the like armor as like right. a thing, but I'm in. I'm basically like in the equivalent of like street clothes or a bathrobe or something. Sure. So yeah.
0: Um and of course when you come down into the main room now that it is, you know, early or early dinner time, um there are a few other people in here as well. Um but you can see Casper sort of in that the same uh, corner table where you first saw him. Uh, he doesn't have all of his piles of papers and whatever. It looks like he might have come specifically to um, speak to all of you rather than to come here as sort of a coffee shop workspace like he was the first time.
2: Um. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, alright. Well, Lucana uh, sees him and um, waves and, you know, walks over there. So, It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. How have you been?
0: Oh, yes, it's delightful to see you again. Um, how are you, Chuck?
2: Uh, yeah. Don't make fun of my accent, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> same old, same old, same old. Uh, you know, it's um, uh, it's been um, been quite a few weeks. Uh, um, yeah. So, yes,
0: um, uh, Leon told me that y- you all had uh gone on some sort of adventure. Um uh to help a farmer i suppose um but then you hadn't returned so he assumed you might have gone out um uh, as i had r- requested or a- a- as it sounded as if you'd been planning so um w- what all did you see um and it's about at this point that uh Cedric and Fletcher make it back inside um so you can see Lucanus has just sort of started in conversation it looks like with Casper um when you guys make it into the room
2: yeah uh so he go over sort of and waves down. them over and um gestures for them to sit down and says uh Casper was just looking to um find out what we've seen, guys.
0: Yes, uh, so please tell me everything. What sort of adventures have you been on? And he's got like like his elbows up on the table, like he's very eager, even for this like very old man. Like, he all of a sudden, you know, there's a light in his eyes, and he's very, very interested in um, what you might have to tell him.
2: He's an excited little dude.
0: Mm.
3: Um, well, I'm going to let the other two sort of describe the beginning of it, since I was gone on the initial <laughs> trek out and stuff on the farm and whatever he learned about wildlife and things. Fletcher was there. I was not, so I'm um. not going to... Just to let you know, I'm not going to be starting that conversation.
2: No, <laughs> uh, with what the sturges and all that. Um.
1: Well. Um. Uh, yeah. Um. Do you? So we. You, um... Yeah. Uh. Okay. So. All right. So we were. Uh. We were heading out of town. Um. We were actually. We were sent out of town to go. Uh. Look for these birds. Um, but before we could get there, we encountered this, uh, farm, and on the farm, uh, we encountered this, uh, Abixian fellow, who's, uh, apparently one of the native people here, and he's, uh, tall, very, very freakishly tall, um, it's kind of disgusting how tall he is, it's very unnatural, but- Isn't everyone compared to some... you, Cedric? Say what?
3: Isn't everybody compared to you, Cedric?
1: Yeah, I know, freakishly tall. Yes, that I'm saying. So you know, um, but you know, well proportioned, strong man with um, these uh, enormous uh, horns. Um, uh, uh, f- f- uh, kind of a large, uh, well, well, her suit face, um, nice and nice and fuzzy. Uh, well developed beard. I, I really liked the, the, his beard. It was very nice. Um, a little unkempt, but you know. Uh, I suppose, you know, different folks, uh, different whatever, um, uh, he had, um, all sorts of these kind of spirally type patterns on his, on his fur, uh, and, uh, he, uh, we chatted with him, he seemed very, very nice, uh, and oh, then... I'm,
0: um, sorry, uh, Cedric, uh, um, I'm sorry. The the person you're describing, you said he's a, a, a called a what?
1: Uh, a Bixian.
0: An I... mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, and these are a uh, a uh, native people, to Arda. Yep. And you said he had large horns and fur. Um, is that? I'm I'm sort of at a loss. I haven't uh, uh heard of this sort of person before.
1: Well now you have that's what i'm telling you about him.
0: Ah uh, yes um is is that all the description of these people that you have? Uh
1: well no but i'm getting to that i mean there are others but i mean
0: Ah uh, um yes and he uh, um i'm going to ask real quick Cedric you put your your band from the abixians back under your shirt sleeve didn't you? Yes Yes, Fletcher and Lucanus, where are your uh your horn armbands from the Avixians?
2: I think I I didn't even think about that. That's a good question. I think I'm probably wearing mine.
3: I think I'm wearing mine, so obviously. I I mean as obvious, I I imagine it probably most of the time is covered by the length of the arm of my traveling cloak, but it's yeah. on my arm around there
2: like but mine is mine is Like, since I don't have my cloak on, you can see it on my wrist. Uh,
0: Yes, and he's going to sort of indicate, um, because it's got, again, to remind everyone, this sort of Celtic knot uh, carving in it, but each of the sort of, like, exterior ends of the Celtic knot is a goat head. Um, And so he's going to sort of indicate um, whichever one of those that he can see most easily and say, um, uh, sorry, are you two... um, are you saying that these uh, these people are um, uh, that they look like goats, or uh, um, sorry, the the horn thing just made me, and I saw the armband. Um, do do you mean to say that they're that they look like goats, um, sure. but that they're people? Yeah, they're, that's, yeah, I suppose you could say
2: that they're probably fairly goat-like.
0: Oh, that's extraordinarily interesting. Um, please do go on. Um.
2: um... They're mostly uh, you know they got some farmers um, you know some some of them uh, apparently like to travel in groups um, you know they're um, and Lucanus is sitting there trying to think of what to say or more specifically what not to say because um, he doesn't want to um, Give away uh, uh, anything about like their defenses or their locations or anything like that.
1: Well, I'm so getting, I'm getting my... to that. I'm getting to that. It's I'm trying to tell a story here. Uh, but yes, they fine. They look like uh, whatever you're talking about. I'm not sure what that what even you're talking about here. Um, but uh, a goat
2: is a very large mouse with horns.
1: Okay, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yeah, they had horns. They're furry like a mouse. Yes, yes, yes. Anyways, we then uh, we witnessed a death, which is, I think, much more interesting than the poor, you know, uh, Ebixian fellow. Um, There was a native creature uh, which he described as being called a Sturgis. Oh, uh, maybe that's interesting. He speaks common very well. Um, (laughs) uh, And um, uh, so there was this Large uh, life-sucking creature um, which attacked a local farmer. He uh, assisted us in, in dispatching it. Um, uh, Delicious eggs, by the way. Sturgeon l- eggs, very very good. Lucanus uh, uh, ate some of them afterwards. Um, probably the most important <laughs> thing is um, my uh, my healing magic was was um, unable to save the poor fellow. Um, he he died very rapidly these creatures are incredibly dangerous I definitely oh. uh I definitely think that you, uh, you should beware any kind of uh, stagnant water kind of situation but that's what we decided it was the the cropping system of the, the vegetables in the fields or whatever was the their the water there was attracting them somehow I don't, oh,
0: that's a... um that's Quite concerning um I, I, I I'm sorry, dear fellow. I had no idea. you have um healing magic, do you um but it was unable to help the victim of these uh w- what did you call them uh sturges,
1: yes. Yes, I ran over there, and as soon as I saw the fellow being attacked, I ran over there. And uh, your accent has worn off on me. <laughs> and,
0: I was going to say something, but I—I <laughs> uh, I,
1: so I immediately I ran over there, and I—I—I I, I was trying to to heal him, and I could feel the power of Morden flowing through me as it always does, and yet it did nothing. It did nothing to save the 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 man, and uh, I there was. There was nothing I could do, and he died in my arms. Um.
0: Oh. Um, that's very uh, problematic. And he's going to sort of shift his attention to Fletcher for a moment and say, um, uh, Fletcher, you and I had discussed the possibility of you publishing about, um, uh, or us publishing about things that you discovered here on Arda. Um, have you taken uh, an adequate scientific uh, description of these Sturges, uh, or whatever they are, um, so that we can um, study them and perhaps come up with some sort of preventative um, or curative uh, things to help with this problem if it's encountered again in the future.
3: Uh, I I certainly spent time writing down all the details about these beasts that I could, uh, and I also was able to sample uh, some of their eggs so that we can also uh, explore what their... Their life cycle is, and how they are associating with the water. Uh, So they're certainly, uh, you know, trying to uh, decipher uh, these these new sorts of things from this land.
0: Ah, marvelous! Uh, So they're egg-laying creatures, then? Are they um, uh, like birds, or uh, I don't suppose they're fish? Although you did say stagnant water. Um, They seemed
3: more insectoid in nature.
0: Oh, um, interesting. But they were deadly, you say. White. Huh. That's,
3: um... That's the poor man who's
1: in the ground.
0: Quite frightening. Um, please continue. Um, this is very fascinating. Well, um, well,
1: we killed the... We kill the creatures, um, and then, um, uh... Well, we fixed the farmer's problem. I mean, he clearly... He... He... He'd, uh, built these kind of rock walls which had built up the water which had attracted these creatures so we destroyed all of that we solved the problem we cured the the land of this uh scourge of the sturge and then we buried the fellow um and then uh and then this abixian fellow had, he actually requested our help he saw that we were all competent warriors and uh requested our our aid um and so we traveled with him to his camp kind of northwestish direction uh from here uh through the grasslands uh and uh then um we met with his his people who are all similarly horned and uh, grossly tall um, uh, we did meet with this one older uh, Abyxian woman who is, uh, appeared to be more reasonable in stature. Um, and uh, then we, uh, we met up with two other um, uh, Abixians, traveled with them to a, another forest um, where we encountered a giant spider um, and investigated their native trees. Um, which have appeared to have some kind of uh, uh, insect infestation. I don't remember the details of that, but we, we fought this giant spider and we killed it, and that was quite fierce. Uh, and then we, uh, we traveled back, um, and on the way back we encountered this orc and his goblin fellows and dispatched them as they attacked us, and uh, it was quite the challenge. It was very invigorating um i think that's all of the salient details i don't know uh fletcher um uh, 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 uh frank um i don't know if you guys have any anything, anything to add i feel like I, I said all the important stuff
3: that that seems to be that's about everything uh sort of new to us from this continent that we encountered out in the wild
0: My goodness, uh, you saw quite a lot on your adventure. Um, I'm sorry, uh, wouldn't you say you accompanied them all the way to the forest? uh, Do you mean to say you went all the way to the edges of the Berberian Timberland?
1: Yes, probably. Yes. It looked Uh, like like a
0: Timberland. That's that's the forest... um, on the far, the far eastern side of the grasslands. Um, no one has actually been there yet, um, but we've sort of uh, named it because as, as ships were sailing past that part of the continent, um, we noticed the rather extensive forest in that area. Um, so, yes, you mean to say you were in the Berbrian Timberland?
2: Yes, yeah, there were already people there.
0: Oh, that's uh, quite fascinating. And uh, you said you found a monstrous spider, the spider there as well.
1: Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, there's one fewer monstrous spider there now.
0: Oh. Um well that's quite interesting. Um and it's, it sounds like you met quite a few of these um ibixin I- I- people, yes?
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. They're, ah. they have a, a fine cuisine culture. Uh, hmm.
0: and you said uh some of them were uh able to speak common. Um, that's rather remarkable. I suppose um, perhaps some of them have come into contact with uh, farmers h- here from New Sageser or something of the like. Um, but, you, you met, but you met quite a few of them. Uh, I, I suppose, um, I'm sorry, I could not help but notice the armbands um, with the, the goat um, design on them when you first mentioned the horns. Uh, were, were these armbands given to you by these people?
3: They were. They yeah. were. They were gifts to us.
0: Oh, um, marvellous. Does the symbol have any sort of uh, significance to these people?
3: Suppose it's just uh, a symbol that they bestow to those they consider uh, allies.
0: Oh, Oh, that's fascinating. Um, Would you mind terribly if I I took a sketch of it? Not at all. Marvellous. So he's going to whip out... Uh, a quill pen and some ink and a piece of parchment and start sketching away and copying the design. Um... Mm. (laughs) Anything else?
3: I feel bad about it. I don't know if Fletcher would because he's still an entrenched academic and doesn't see problems with Telling people
0: that there are dangers in the grasslands and also the symbol for allyship with the people who live in the grasslands.
3: Yeah. And thinking that surely someone who's an academic wouldn't also be, you know, a horrible, dangerous colonizer who might do something terrible.
0: Nobody checked for traps in the (laughs) storyline.
3: I I don't know if Fletcher at this point would have that kind of distrust. I don't think he would. (laughs) I don't mm-hmm. Me, personally, I'm mm-hmm. cringing and yes. terrified.
2: Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, uh, mm-hmm. So,
1: it'll surprise it's nobody not like... know that Cedric isn't thinking about that at all.
2: <laughs> well, it's not like, and None by the way, did. it's not like Lucanus hasn't, it's not like he removed it from his arm or anything. He's just sort of letting, um, yeah, Casper yeah, he's do, just... do
0: his... what? Yeah, he's just making a, uh, like, he's just sketching the design, yeah. yeah.
2: He's making
3: a
1: blueprint. Basically. Yeah.
0: Anything else you'd like to share with your friend?
1: Well, yeah. We...
4: <laughs> Ryan is so mad right now.
1: <laughs> so, Casper, so the thing that we wanted to talk to you about is this, um, I assume we brought it down.
3: <laughs> You're
1: heading a <to> bag? <laughs> heading back know,
3: the No, why would we have brought it down? <laughs> we, we just got back in here and sat down at the table. We didn't have it.
1: Yeah. It hold, on. hold on. Hold the... on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. 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 Stay right here. Wh- I will be right back. Um, I will be right back.
0: Is Is he all right?
1: No, but no, he's I, really not. Oh, no. Fine. Um. Uh.
0: Hmm. All right. Um. Well. Ah. Uh,
4: <laughs> 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 method acting. What is that? I
1: did. I didn't have a head in a bag, but I do have a crow. <laughs>
4: Is it like a Halloween decoration?
1: No, nah, it's just a decoration. <laughs> I
2: mean, I'm He's not surprised around, that bro. he has something like that just hanging around.
4: Okay.
1: So, uh, <laughs> we we were attacked by orcs, like we said.
0: Right. Um, um. Yes, you said an orc and some goblins, or were there multiple orcs? Uh.
3: I had one, not. There was one orc in, who seemed to be uh, in charge of a band of three goblins.
0: Oh, um, that's interesting. Um, although I suppose not out of the realm of the normal sort of operations. Um, but I had not been aware of um, orcs on ardor yet, and um, none of the military had uh, had alerted me to that sort of problem. Um, interesting. Um, but you say you saw one and fought one.
3: Saw one and killed one,
0: and killed I mean. it. Oh. And
3: I'm, just, I'm like, and I gesture to the bag that Cedric just threw down.
0: Oh, good show. Um, you are really fighting spirited types, aren't you? I, I knew that you would be a uh, good allies to have in this sort of uh, exploring uh, situation.
1: Do you want to see it?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I've seen my share of orcs, good boy. I, I, I- uh, 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 I fully trust all of you that uh, you killed an orc, but, um. This is really interesting stuff um well, I suppose you know it, it might be useful um yeah he'll he'll sort of take the bag from you and, and look in it and just sort of inspect in ah yes um well interesting um but there was just the one
3: that only one that we encountered uh, although there were uh, we did have reports from our Ibixian friends uh, that they had seen uh, Large beings like this that we identified as as being these orcs uh, several times, sort of sort of roaming these areas outside the city. Mm. Uh, so though we encountered only one, it sounds like there are more.
0: Interesting. Um, yes, this is quite interesting. He sort of gets quiet and thoughtful for a few moments. Um, hmm. Well, I suppose the uh, the academy could not have chosen a more opportune time to uh, send emissaries to this continent, so that we could begin exploring, and um, so we can figure out what sort of um, uh, what sort of situation uh, might be occurring beyond the borders of the city, and uh, if there are any sort of um, things that might be uh, uh well making it easier for the orcs to appear here. As I said, I was not aware of any orcs uh, living on Ardor um, before this moment. I don't know if they're native or if they have come here in much the same way that all of us came here, um, but this is most interesting and, and very concerning. So, um, well, it's uh, f- quite fortuitous that uh, the Academy building will actually will be holding our grand opening, and I do hope you'll all be able to join us. Although, if you feel like going out adventuring again, I would not blame you, but uh, the uh, Academy building will be... having our grand opening ceremony on uh, the 11th day of Bloom Run, Um, so just a few days from now. uh, Our building is quite finished, and all the interior is being stocked, and we'll be ready to open the doors and welcome adventurers and uh, really set up shop here and start doing the good work of exploring.
3: We will be sure to attend. It sounds wonderful. We've been looking forward to uh, having... A place to uh certainly a place for me to perhaps uh have uh resources, a library, a place to begin writing up my findings.
0: Oh marvellous, yes, you will love the library, and I have so many people I'd like to to introduce you to. Uh it will be a wonderful party. I uh,
3: I think that's everything that uh we've encountered mm-hmm. in, in our in our first trip beyond the walls.
0: Excellent. Um let me see do I have any more questions for you um is there anything else you can tell me about this giant spider you encountered
3: oh uh, what was it called
0: blood spider
3: blood silk yeah. spider a blood
0: silk spider and blood. you did you did after some thinking know that
3: and i knew that yes yeah that's i was like that's i was just going back in my notes uh, uh well it it seemed to be uh seemed to to be a uh, fairly Common uh, blood silk spider that's such as that you'd find on uh, on the mainland. Um, so it seems to be either perhaps the same sort of of monster, or or perhaps a, a very closely related species that inhabits uh, this continent. Oh.
0: Interesting. Um, well, <laughs> uh, for you to say they're common, that's uh, rather <laughs> uh, amusing, I suppose. Uh, I wouldn't say they're especially common, at least not in my experience, but um, uh, Bloodsirx so spiders here. Um, perhaps this continent has more in common with the others than we originally imagined. That's quite interesting. Um, and you said something, sorry, Cedric, uh, right at the beginning about birds. Uh, what sort of birds? Were you looking at?
1: Oh, we haven't actually seen them yet.
0: Oh, hm. Um, well, I'll be quite interested to hear about them. Uh, when and if you do see any, uh, uh, that you're going out to search for, I suppose.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we we'll, Um, yeah, we'll totally tell you about them. Mm-hmm.
0: Is this a moment where you need to make a bluff check, Peter?
4: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: Oh
0: no. That's an eleven. Mm He says, "Are you sure you're all right, boy? Um, do you seem a little ah uh, ill. Um, is there something wrong?"
1: Uh, no, 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 no. Just I don't really know anything about birds. Um, okay. they uh. We don't. <laughs> we don't. How many birds? Where we're from? I mean, I'm from where I'm He's from. He's twisting his mustache so much. We're. we're uh, you have a tell. And, and, and you're, you know, they don't have any birds in the caves where I grew up, so I don't. I don't know anything about birds. I've actually. I've never seen any birds. I just. I was excited about maybe seeing birds when we left the town.
4: Mm.
0: hmm. Um. Yes. Well. Uh, As I said, uh, if you do encounter any, I'd love to hear about them. And uh, of course, uh, don't forget, uh, Fletcher, I believe you said something about having some of the Sturge eggs. Uh, The more uh, samples we can have, the better. Of course, science does much better when we have type specimens, of course. Uh,
3: Well, when the Academy is open, perhaps there are (laughs) better, more advanced tools I'd be able to be supplied with to better sample things in the field. Uh, I currently don't have the best equipment, so getting those samples uh, to, that are in good enough condition to bring back for a study can uh, be uh, prove difficult.
0: Oh yes, understandable. Um, well, as I said, I'll have many people to introduce to you as soon as the Academy is opening. Um, I'm ever so excited about all of the things that you've told me this evening. Thank you so much for the information, um, and happy journeys in the future. Um, I will leave you to your dinner now, gentlemen. Um have a good evening.
3: You as well, Casper. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> Eric <laughs> Eric says, Grant, please.
1: <laughs> no, no, that was that was literally gonna be the thing that I was yeah. gonna say as soon as he walked out of the room was didn't weren't were we wasn't he gonna pay us to do this stuff? <laughs> Yeah. My memory is that he was going to pay us for this stuff. Did you want to chase after him? Nope. Do it! uh,
3: Do it! uh... He was interested in paying us for cartographical and topographical information, is what I have written down. Um...
0: He said he would pay you for information. The more specific, the better.
2: Oh, I mean... We're gonna be seeing him, uh we're gonna be seeing him in a few days at the opening in the Academy, so I'm we sure can just
1: just, I'm, I'm sure he'll pay us later for the right? I mean I'm sure he just has to go get the money and then he'll be give it to us when we see him next time. That makes sense, right? Like
3: Is that really what Cedric's worried about right now? Because what just happened with the birds seemed like there were some real wheels turning in his head.
1: I mean, what do you with mean? With the
3: way he was acting.
1: What, what are you talking about? What, what do you mean how I was acting? I was acting perfectly normal.
3: Cedric, it's ex- extraordinarily easy to tell when you are uncomfortable. I don't
1: know I'm. I'm not uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable.
3: You're uncomfortable <laughs> right now.
1: Good comeback. We're, we're, we're uncomfortable
2: with the fact that you're, unco- that you're not comfortable. Well, I just, I didn't
1: know if we should tell him about the birds.
3: I mean, it, I think it was fine for him to know that we are, someone wants us to look for birds, but I do thank you for actually considering the the fact that we shouldn't tell him about our arrangement with, between the Greens and Siwan, who is a rather unsavory character. So that was good, you're learning.
2: You guys you guys think he saw our wanted posters when he, when he came in. Have
1: we have we seen any other wanted posters like while we've been traveling around town?
0: While you were out and about. Yeah. Um. N- not I mean were you like looking for them? Uh,
3: yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. When we went out I I mean I can't I can't retroactively do it now, but I meant to say I wanted to keep my eye open, (laughs) but I forgot to. Okay. I um, I wanted to be looking for them, but I know I understand. I can't really retroactive that. So.
0: Sure. Um, You didn't necessarily see any, but like, since you saw the one, you could assume there are others. Yeah. Um, but you didn't you didn't mark any others while you were out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well.
3: Well, hopefully he got confused by the fact that we were calling him Frank all night.
2: Yeah, I mean, from my from my perspective, this is probably the best short-term disguise, but because uh, they um, <coughs> you know, they didn't mention elves in the uh, wanted poster, and you know, who's gonna be looking for an elf, or who's gonna think that's an elf? That's true. Yeah. Of course, that means I'm going to have to go out without that robe, so that'll be fun.
1: Well, like I said, there's a really great tailor just up the street. She's really nice. It, it made... I mean,
3: she was able to deal with him, so I figure it'd be really easy with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. it made clothes shopping, like, barely stressful at all. Well,
2: I'm I'm perfectly fine getting some new duds if you guys want to, you know, head out there and show me where it is.
3: Uh she's likely closed by this point in the evening, but I'm sure that is some I'm sure you could definitely explore there.
2: What time of day is it now? I mean,
3: Shiro was saying we he came to, when we were going to have be having like dinner. So Oh,
2: okay,
1: okay. We're eating dinner right now. I thought it was dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I assume yeah. Lucanus has just been day drinking all day long. Me too. Oh, yeah. That's what I've assumed. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yes. That's yeah. Yeah. He is very much
0: <laughs> just got that like you know, low consistent buzz going. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's just like yeah. He is
2: uh, <laughs> like wine drunk. Mm. You know, like like people get at brunch. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. brunch drunk. Brunch.
3: <laughs> well, uh, so I guess I, so over dinner. I guess well while we're eating, like well, what what shall we say we. We do tomorrow, uh, and and I kind of and I fill in Lucanus and what happened at the fort, and then we have, you know, they seem to be like alarmed, interested in what we said, but we don't have a meeting for, you know, two days to go over there, um, and so after I go through that, it, I say, well, what then? What shall we get up to tomorrow? Uh, we we have. We can, I suppose, try to address the town guard about the orc situation, but the military seems to be interested in it, and I suppose if if they see fit, they will contact the guard themselves, and they are probably the superior power in the situation. Uh, The greens aren't here, so we can't go that route. We still don't know where Kay is. She never showed up today. Uh, Yeah, I'm... I don't know. What where where should we go from here tomorrow?
2: Um yeah, I don't know. We can you guys already sold those weapons, right? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um Cedric uh pulls out the pouch with the gold in
2: it. So we can go we can go check out the tailor. Um it might not be a bad idea to uh see how many of those wanted posters are around. Um <laughs> see if they're uh See if they're uh, just posted in this neighborhood or all over the place.
3: We can do a video game item finding mission. Collect all twenty yeah. wanted posters.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking more just make sure that you guys aren't on the posters as well.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, you were so. the only one who went in the brothel and interacted with Virgin.
1: Well, I protect, I went in there, but it was like. Oh, I guess Virgin from, did meet you. Yeah, he didn't meet me, but it was it was uh, separate.
3: Yeah, not associated with Carissa disappearing. Mm-hmm.
2: <sighs> so, um, but I mean, you know, th- there's been some other things. You know, we've gotten in, we've gotten in fights, and you know, done some miscellany, miscellaneous stuff. So, um maybe find the mermaids. See if they'll take care of this wanted poster for us.
3: Find the mermaids. I, I, what would
2: mermaids? Remember, to... Canis, Canis, has been day drinking by this point.
1: Um,
3: <laughs> uh, she starts like, Oh, it's yeah. like, Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, 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 we'll totally, we'll follow up on that. I'm sure,
2: I'm sure they have some, I'm sure they have some fighters that could help us out. Sorry, I'm not doing a great drunk Lucanus.
1: No, you're you're doing doing a fine job.
0: That's okay, when Lucanus was pretending to be drunk, he said yar a lot, so.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, he's a little... Yeah, he's he's more than a little wasted at the moment. So some of his ideas aren't great. Sure. Um,
1: we all, yeah. But we've been he's there. Also. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
3: Like, I then I get, would. I guess we would. Would we just like wrap up dinner and try to figure this out in the morning instead?
1: <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I feel like we should find Kay. She really knows more of the political nature of. I don't know who to talk to in this town, and uh, but I, I don't know.
3: We don't. We have no
2: idea where to find her. Oh, I mean, perhaps we could get a message hours, to her.
3: If we leave another message with Leon, perhaps a messenger boy would just know where the where that family lives. If they are that familiar with town that they deliver messages, that seems Perhaps like we good could idea. just even get a letter to Kay.
1: And then we could follow them, and then we could go into her house, and then we would see her there.
3: Well, that's breaking and entering. Uh,
1: that's a good point. Okay. so We could don't... stand
3: outside and throw little pebbles at her window.
0: Or or hold up a boom box.
1: <laughs>
3: or hold up a boom box.
1: Mm-hmm. Boom box is what we use for just... explosives that we use for mining Yeah, home. <laughs> that, that's,
3: that's a box that we put... In... Di-
1: uh,
2: in. Yeah. Pa- ammunition powder in. Do you have a boom box here, Cedric? Because it sounds like it could be fun or useful.
1: Yeah, I don't, unfortunately. I decided not to travel with any explosives. Um, I thought... Um, they wouldn't let him on the airplane with us. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, the magical uh, TSA said no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, TSA. I tried. I tried. But... Oh, God. <clears throat> that would be another job. You know, we were talking about, like, how our jobs would change if it took place in a D&D world. Like, <laughs> a TSA-like entity would be.
4: Excuse oh me, sir, God. is that a wand? Right. What is you it, a wand? With, <laughs> traveling with
1: anything flammable, hazardous, <laughs> liquid, magical, enchanted, cursed, curse. poisonous, curse. Curse. haunted.
0: <laughs> it's not just an x-ray machine, it's like a <laughs> test-for-everything machine. Right.
1: detect-magic machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: the- They've got, like, people casting, like, uh, true sights. So they can see invisible things trying to get through the line. And
2: Well, and, and if, if something, like, if somebody's, like, let's say that somebody's luggage is sentient, like, would you have to buy a ticket for the luggage? Mm.
4: That's just mm-hmm.
2: level stuff right there. Yeah. <laughs> or if your
3: luggage is a mimic. Yeah. <laughs> so you make the magical TSA agents look in your luggage, but then they bites their arm off. <laughs>
1: Sir, this is a non-smoking flight, so I'm going to have to ask you to...
0: And the orcs are always pulled out of line for random security checks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
4: No, no, he has no boombox.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I suppose in the morning we can meet back and try to get a word to Kay.
2: Okay. I mean... We yeah. could just leave a note here, and have have Why it not both? I mean, we could just leave the note tonight, and then when they pick up the mail tomorrow.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. Leon we do seems that. to be able to get a message out whenever you want. That's what we did today. <laughs> uh, and he knows, and and he also knows if Kay shows up, he'll tell her. Yeah, we've been waiting for. And it's for not her.
2: like I'm doing. He just sort of. He just sort of holds up a glass, and he's like, it's not like I'm going anywhere. Mm. Yeah, I think the, the thing is- <laughs> Too bad Maybe Cedric tomorrow. doesn't have
0: removed poison. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're just going to be hungover <laughs> tomorrow, bud.
3: Maybe tomorrow uh, we can get out and about with Frank. Um...
1: Out and about with Frank. That sounds like another children's book. <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing about the marked bird, you know, the Twitter bar is, you know, you can always send a message out, you know, whether or not anybody's <laughs> <is laughs> gonna read it. As <laughs> hey, any horn. responses you uh, want. That <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <Yeah.
0: laughs> letter might get ratioed. You never know. Yeah, um, <laughs> so attract a lot of oh, trolls. No, and also, and
2: on no the word. Word. Oh, oh no, you have trolls. Um, <laughs> literal trolls. On the message board, <laughs> uh, they, 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 um. Use the three-dot system mm-hmm. to let you know if the message has been delivered. If it <laughs> does not deliver, there's three <laughs> dots there that just appear and reappear.
0: Oh, you guys are terrible. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to do this evening? Or are you all just going to bed now?
3: No,
2: I think that be... getting. <laughs> Lucanus is getting very, very drunk.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. More drunk. Just more drunk. <laughs> Very much more drunk.
3: That's yeah. all I'd be doing. Yeah. I mean, I'd be dinner, go to bed. We're having a hard time coming up with. We have so many things that are like at an impasse right now.
1: Yeah.
3: And like, it's like we could try to do one of the one of the other things outside the city, but it's also like,
1: right? Like we have to be know. back here in two days. Yeah, we we'll should we'll be back in two
3: days, and we're like, co- and we're concerned about K. So if we're just gone. And she comes to find us, so it's like, we couldn't get word to her, and then it seems like we just, like, abandoned her. Right. Like, we have no idea what's going on, so I don't, Fletcher doesn't really feel like just leaving.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but Lucanus is here, so, I mean, if she stumbles in or finds her way in...
3: Yeah.
2: Lucanus will stumble into her.
3: Literally. Stumbling drunk. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it.
1: Yeah, let's figure this all out tomorrow. I don't feel like figuring yep. out it out right now.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Lucanus just sort of crawls up the stairs and passes out in bed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That time.
0: Alright, bedtime. Well, that concludes Oladamum, the fifth day of Bloom Run. Uh, Thanks everybody for watching. Hi Warioshi, we're glad to see you in chat. Um, Thank you so much to Eric, Veronica, Um, who else was in there? Dalton was in there, Uh, Jody was watching us on Periscope. There were a few other names that I can't find as I'm scrolling back through the chat now, but thank you to everyone who watched us this evening, and chat, you're on fire and I love it so much. You're the best. Um, Thank you for um, hanging out and listening to these guys try to figure out what the heck to do about the orcs on Arda and um, try to figure out what they're going to do next on their to-do list. Don't forget that we will be back on Saturday, January 25th with the next installment of Nature Check. But in the meantime, on Saturday, January 18th, Emily will be playing the Untitled Goose Game here on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash naturecheckdnd. Um, So please come hang out with her and watch her play the Untitled Goose Game and talk about science. It's going to be hilarious. Um, I will be streaming, um, I think I'm going to play Minecraft first. Um, I might do um, species accumulation curves um, and run around in the Minecraft world um, on Wednesdays. Um, so that'll be fun. But yeah, we'll be talking about science and playing video games when we're not talking about science and playing D&D. So please come back and check us out whenever. Um, <laughs> uh, anybody have anything else they'd like to share this evening? No. No, nope. Joe's feeling his illness, so it's about time for us to log off, so everybody can yeah, go take a long I, rest. Uh,
2: I, uh, yeah. uh, for those of <laughs> you, I don't, I don't know if I said this at the beginning, but I am terribly, terribly sick today. So, yeah. He's down through. with the sickness,
0: yeah. but he's here anyway. <laughs> Might have been I good that Frank
3: took it to... easy, so you got to take it easy. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we appreciate everybody watching, and we appreciate everyone playing. Thank you so much. We're glad to be playing for you in 2020, and we will see you in two weeks. Good night, everyone! Bye. Uh...